What up, what up? It's your boy Dio Nintendo. And it's your boy Young Bushido, and you're listening to From Lagos with Love. Jesu! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the From Lagos to Love podcast. It's your boy, Young Bushido, and you know who I'm here with, as always, Dario Nintendo in the building. What's up, what's up, what's up? And obviously, mm-hmm. we're here with the podcast, Pappy, the one and only, Okuchi. Hey, Wuchi's in the house, watch your mouth, and if you don't like what I have to say, start your own podcast. Hey, I feel you. Okuchi, so why did you call that guy's girlfriend? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wow. These niggas, man. These niggas, man. Pulled my fucking card. Wow. How weak How weak, bro. We were laughing. We were dying here. Well, we, if you guys don't know, just to give you guys some context, um, I'm about to play it now. You you probably won't hear the future because we recorded it. Yeah. So you, hear you should send him, send him this clip. Send him the clip. Oh, I'm about shit. to send you the clip to watch. Well, we pranked the coochie. So, we're we'll playing the, the, the recording yeah, now. Hello. Oh, shit. Let's share it. Hello? Yeah. I want to know who this is right now. You there? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Why are you calling okay. my girlfriend in the middle of the night? Calling your girlfriend in the middle of the night? Stop yapping and listen. Don't make excuses, boy. You tell me who you are. Well, you should ask your girlfriend that. Don't deny it, boy. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying it's ask, like your you say, ask your girlfriend. You better tell me the truth. Right? Oh, well, Nadi, where be that, though? All right, man. I admit, I've been piping your girl. That nigga's how you piping you up. <laughs> I am so angry right now. You are getting me frustrated. Oh, that's that's too bad. How long this been going on between you and her? Six months. Six months. Six months. Six months. Oh, oh, that's oh, a good, that's a good pussy too. You be yeah, knowing good... what's going on, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Anyway, Tokuchi, I, I gotta say, you sound like somebody has been fucking people's girlfriends for a long time. <laughs> you are used to it. <laughs> it's like you've been getting, you got in this phone call so many times. Because when Sultan pranked me, I didn't know what to do. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Because I, I pranked that too before. How <laughs> did, did that respond? Bro, I was like, I was looking at Sultan like, who is this? Like, no, was, I was trying to hold myself. I tried not to laugh. The way that was looking at me too. Also, coffee's like, who the fuck is this on my phone? <laughs> like, but you, you, I like your reaction though. You, yeah. play, I'm about to send it to you so you have it. You play that I shit know, I like well because I was like, I thought you were going to cut the call or some shit like that. You were actually going along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and the thing too about that website too is like the thing is very realistic too. So it makes it uh, seem like you're yeah. having like a conversation with the guy or whoever the shit is. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. I, I didn't even know about that, man. Shout out to um, I, I don't know, whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was just funny. We just wanted to just uh, to try you a little bit, see see how you react to that. Anyways, uh, if anybody, go, if anybody doesn't have anything to say about their week or anything like that, anybody have anything special to say about their week? Anybody? I mean, shit. The gym just opened up, so I've been. Oh, shit. 
I've been excited for that. Went yesterday. Like, my body is, like, super sore. So that's really the only thing. Um, unfortunately, some weeks ago, one bum-ass homeless nigga broke into my car. Ah! I Damn. You, he stole my cologne. I had a knife in my car, bro. This nigga didn't take the knife. Homeless niggas be stealing cologne, though? Bro, he right, stole my real. cologne. He stole all my glasses. My real like, what was this nigga? <laughs> bro, he stole, like, some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? He stole my lifting belts. Which kind of thief is this? <laughs> so I was so sick because when I went to the gym, I, I just realized that, fuck, my lifting belt. Because you know, when somebody takes something from your car, yeah. sometimes you might not r- realize what is missing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew some right. of the obvious stuff, but I forgot my lifting belt. So I was going to the gym. I was just like, fuck, my lifting belt? Where? I was like, fuck. Because the guy took my bag and he left my bag on the road. Um, my gym bag, cars had already like, gone over it and stuff like that. But yeah. Whoa. But that one, uh, it's, I, I'm hoping that one day I will catch the guy right handed. That's people that uh, break into your car just to take a shit in your back seat. That's so, some crazy shit. That reminds me of all these stories in, in, in Nigeria that you park your car in like Fadi area. They will now they'll, they'll, they'll take all the tires or they will take the, <laughs> the carburetor or some shit no, like that. That shit one is nasty. <laughs> or they will take the easy. Yeah. <laughs> you just be driving and you be wondering what you're smelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <just> <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just sit in your back in your back seat and use your jacket to cover it. <laughs> one day, one of my bosses, one of my one of my friends that time in Nigeria is a driver or something like that. He told me that one of his, one of his bosses this would piss him off. So what he did was he pissed in the car, right? Like, <laughs> he pissed in the car. No, 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 he pissed in the car. No, 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 it wasn't pissed. Like he put like on his old food mistakenly though, and left it under the seat of the car. So. That car was always smelling. And the guy was, man was always wondering, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is the guy always smelling? Was, for weeks, that shit was smelling like that, man. That was so funny. But I did something similar to like that, too. We had one neighbor like this. Um, this she used to piss me off, bro. So I had to go, I went to a window on my old house, of uh, my house in Nigeria. There were our tenants. So we didn't really mm. get along, me and the woman and I. That guy pissed through our window. I climbed the the way Nigerian windows are, you can climb it. So I climbed it, I'd held the you know the, the security bars that we put in there to prevent Yeah, from, like yeah. Yeah. So oh, I just grabbed yeah. that and I just pissed through the net into her this thing. I mean she they obviously knew it was me. My dad beat the fuck out of me after. <laughs> but that when dad used a broom, he hit beat the fuck out of me, but man, like niggas be doing some childish shit when they're pissed, you know. Like um, this this uh, from Lagos we love niggas are ruthless so like <laughs> what the fuck yeah. wow uh, <laughs> I, I was a child then you know that was like eight years ago <laughs> bro that was like two years ago bro what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyways uh, if anybody should try that thing here you you get this as a sex offender straight up of course for sure of yeah. course for sure. I, you can't explain to your neighbors that it was because you peed in somebody's window. Like, sex offender, like, yeah, it's just like... Even, and, and everybody, everybody so we know, nobody will help you out your story. Even on that yeah. pissing on the road or something like that, if you want to just park and go to the bush, if they catch you, you're a sex that, offender. That, that one is dangerous, bro. I'll be scared. Well, that, one means, that one means half of the Nigerian male population are sex offenders because... Yo, like, we actually, we actually pee where the sign is. You know what I mean? It's do a, not urinate. That's where we like to pee. That's the best place. In Nigeria, that's what it is. Do not litter. Do not litter. Do not urinate. All those, those words. <laughs> um, weak, man. Anyways, I wanted to start off the podcast by like... Uh, did you guys hear about the whole Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan signing with Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he got like... 
right? A I, bag. Of, yeah, a bag. I don't know. I'm hearing 100 milli. No, I said, the, from what I heard, it's close to a billion. That's crazy. Because this whole podcast, it said it's worth like almost a billion dollars. I mean, I, I, I've been hearing how, how big it's, it's that, worth. That's the dream, bro. Just yeah. to be podcasting four days a week and be collecting like checks. Bro. It, that's the dream for sure, man. Does, it, does he really podcast that often? Yeah, ah, Rogan podcast like is it it's every week now at least two, two episodes. Four, four weeks or no four episodes a week, four wow. episodes a week. That's yeah, different guests, it's yeah, a different guests, guest, guest based podcast. So he's had some four guests. Episodes a week. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen to the pod all the time, and he's he's had some guests there before. So like he brings repeat guests. Some guests have been there like seven, eight, nine times. It's a lot of like his friends. He brings like experts in different fields to talk about different topics from like sleep to hunting and it's just a very like diverse podcast he gets like 190 mm. million downloads a month wow like you can imagine how big he, he has the biggest podcast in the world yeah. his podcast is always number one on um on on i on the podcasting apple podcasting app and stuff but yeah that's definitely a big blow to to youtube and apple though because spotify has really been playing this podcast game like they really like branched into this podcast field, and it's, it's crazy how they're like aggressive. They are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think they see the worth in it. That's one thing I would like to yeah. see because like the fact that they're putting so much money in this, and they they they're trend like the pioneering that like I don't, don't want to say pioneering because like, Apple they started the podcast. They don't monopolize it. it. You know, what yeah. I mean, they want to take control. Of, they don't take charge of it. So like I see, I like it. They put a lot of money in in this. And it, when I heard about this, the first thing I was thinking about is how does it affect us, like like a podcast or how does it affect the podcasting community so podcast like podcasters i feel like for us at first i, I don't know how i felt about it when i started thinking that damn like this actually is a good thing like look at the amount of money that they are willing to put into a podcast and and for the fact that uh, spotify is about to start doing videos they'll be exclusive yeah. putting videos on spotify too like it gives us a lot of opportunity there's a bag in podcasting like it's every day like something is happening is there's definitely a podcasting boom now like because there are a lot of new podcasts coming up especially in this african space that we occupy like there are a lot of new and upper coming african podcasts shout out to africa lips so we just did a live with them yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. this I week yeah, hope you guys <laughs> checked it's, it's actually on their page too is it their page yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Page. we tried to record it but the audio was not yeah, yeah. there was no audio yeah on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there was no audio but shout out to Africalypse. so there's fns are censored a bunch of new and up-and-coming african podcasts and stuff like that so so we're all trying to you know but podcasting still is not that big in our demographic i feel like yeah and, and honestly with what we even this pop culture thing especially a gap me and okuchi were talking about this uh um earlier that there's a gap in uh, the nigerian podcast pop culture um a gap was created by loose talk basically they because they, they, their their absence has created a gap in the pop culture nobody's there to create the pop culture um the way they have podcasting scene yeah. the podcasting scene basically or so like yeah so I mean, we're definitely trying to fill that gap. For sure. Well, yeah. I think I think listen, we are. I, you know? feel, I, I definitely listen. Like a lot of these other podcasts are cool and shit, man. People are doing their thing, but I just gotta say for the record, you know, gotta pop that shit. Like nobody is doing this shit like we're doing it. You know for what I'm sure, saying? Like sure. this is just like so. We got our foot on you niggas next, man. And if you if you yeah. have an issue with that, then step your shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. While only like while only like a few celebrity 
guests away from like you know what I'm saying like for being sure. like bro all you need like, is... like being right there for real for real no 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 I mean don't, don't be on here sometimes let's talk our shit man no, and no, I, I know yeah. we try for the resources we have because we are very limited especially in the location we are now like it's not like our environment is the the best for our yeah podcasting yeah too. Well, I, I want to say that as far as content you, too you, like you niggas living like a potato farm right yeah <laughs> 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 you talking like we're not living in Columbus Ohio man I hope Nigerian people looking at us like we're just talking shit about Columbus Ohio like it's not Columbus Columbus is trash you don't mind that but anyway Shah man we talk <laughs> our shit man and like I feel like we're the only ones doing this like this pop culture stuff and like actually like doing it weekly or not weekly but the consistency <laughs> consistency is still there 70 episodes how many how many other podcasts have you seen like all these other podcasts that are doing they're not doing like they don't do it the way we do it like like that especially filling that gap that loose talk has created you know what i mean like they don't have especially now that we three of us here you know what i mean me you and uh, uh Okuchi, Okuchi. So like, yeah but yeah man how do we even get into this i was just saying i want to point out being at the joe say joe stuff and like people that are interested in podcasts man it's definitely a look it's something lucrative as you have seen now i want to i want to i want to ask you guys on that on that note right like how how big a bag do you think that us or you know that we sorry or, or like other african um or nigerian podcasts specifically can get like you know because this like this spotify thing like i get it it's an american thing and so it's like it's easy to kind of like put that out there but like yeah. how big a bag do you think that people or corporations would be willing to like pay you know nigerian or african podcasters like at, at this moment I, I think that it just depends on how big you can get again like again if we're the only ones doing this you make yourself stand out and we are doing it for the africans in the diaspora because it will definitely reach out to us too now because like go ahead you okay no, no no yeah keep going, keep going. yeah it's definitely like i feel like we'll get like I, I wouldn't say equal uh you know i think we'll get our our peace is my point like it's definitely touch us i, I would like to you it would be a little bit difficult especially for example like people will not be looking at spotify to get that bag yeah. and the thing too is right. like spotify is not available in nigeria but but right. who is to say yeah, right. why why we always uh, okay, I mean, why we're trying to get to Nigeria but like it's not of the no, same no, Nigeria then, you know like that's our major audience yeah, yeah so if any brand wants to give like a podcast a deal they will have to see the numbers there has to be like a proof of concept that okay people are actually listening to this and stuff like no, that no for sure and I'm not saying that we're there yet or anything like that he's yeah, just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, no, like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying wait like, but you think that again if we do have that numbers I don't think there's when we get there it, it won't be a problem. We'll get our piece. We'll get our share of this money. Yeah, definitely. What, what is that? What, what is our right? At, at least I'll say. And I feel like um, if we continue, even though people are going to all going to jump into this podcasting now, we've been doing this, bro, and and we did it even when podcasting was not really a thing like that. Well, I mean, so I mean, yeah, man. Let's leave this. I mean, do you have anything else to say? No, I mean, just shout out to Joe Rogan. Shout man. out to Joe Rogan, no, man. We, and I, I mean, we, we, I, I coming for the next one day. One day, man. Huh? I said we coming for Joe Rogan's neck one day. I mean, not with Joe Rogan's neck. <laughs> it's not with us with Joe Rogan. Please, just give us. He doesn't have the hundred million. Well, how, how much he got? Just give us. Even like um, ordinary five k months. Yes, we we'll uh, just. I mean, just for now. I'll I manage mean, it for now. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> just manage something. It's not. We you know Joe Rogan. It's okay. We don't want that smoke. It's okay. <laughs> but I mean, now that we have got the Joe Rogan out of the way, again, shout out to our, all our listeners, all our our SoundCloud listeners. We're talking about Spotify, but we still got SoundCloud listeners. We're paying SoundCloud. We need to even start. Talking about we're gonna leave SoundCloud, but yeah, because SoundCloud, that's SoundCloud that's not doing anything for us. Yeah, SoundCloud they don't help you with promotion, nothing. You just pay them Naining. money to upload your shit. Yeah, 
Like, that should be so fucking annoying. Too. And it's expensive too. $16 a month. Yeah. HBO just came out, so I was thinking of, of, of joining that one too, but I'm like, man, niggas have to podcast, you know? Yeah, so, right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. So, it's been annoying, but still, you know. Yeah, like, but shout out to our listeners, though. Shout out to everybody that has been fucking with us. Shout out to Afro Calypso Podcast. Thank you, guys. Afri Calypso. Afri Calypso. Come on, man. I feel like when they came up with that name, they were trying to, like, fuck <laughs> niggas' heads up. Yes, because when, when I first started listening, I used to call it Afro Calypso. That's how, I, like, one day I was just like, oh, I was like, guys... man, I, I don't need that bond this whole time. It's Afri Calypso. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Because, I don't know why. I think because it's the AFR. Like yeah. you also automatically assume Afro, yeah. Afro, Afro beats, exactly. all these things. Yeah. You don't be like say person tell you Afro beats and it's like yeah. whoa. Yeah, don't kill you. But it's always those people. unseasoned people be talking about that shit. All those uncultured people. Anyways, right. Um, well, that's their way of fighting against the patriarchy, man. So shout out to them. You know? yeah. Yes, man. So uh, what about you guys, man? Have you have your weeks been? Anything special happened? Like I mean, I was like, was like I, yes, something happened in my week. I mean, not necessarily happened. I have gripes with my co-hosts, ladies and gentlemen, both of you in particular. And I'm going to start my gripe with Okuchi. Okuchi, are you ready mm. to defend yourself? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So the streets hit me up this past week, and I, they were telling me that in addition to the Ogoguro that you've already been drinking, you've added cocktail. So, and they said that you, you went on Twitter and said that Oxlade, I don't know who Oxlade, okay, I know Oxlade is now. Because you of said you. Oxlade, Chimali, I Yeah, like, I was like, I was, ah, I thought no, I was Oxlade. Man, I, was, I was dying, man. So, he like, said, <laughs> said Oxlade, Oxlade yeah. in a few years, based on what he has done and what he's doing, in a few years, he right. thinks he can right. surpass Wandeko or something like Wandeko. that. Wandeko. That's, that's Bad diamond. <laughs> he said he think I saw yes. password the cool, and he, he said that on the Twitter streets. And t- man, I was so uh, I, 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 I was really I wasn't really surprised because what the streets told me is that you've been doing some few drugs. So please defend yourself. <laughs> oh shit! Well, um, here's the thing. Like Oxlade, like I, I I still stand on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, because because last last uh, last last like the difference between don't get me wrong. On the call, I said it already himself. Nobody be like one day. Yes. Even Oxley, I said it himself too. He's like one day is well because I'm not the first person who has kind of. I'm not really thinking about it as a comparison, but I'm not the same. I'm not the first person that's put them in the same sentence together. My thing is that one day call has all this talent, and one day call came up in a time where one day call didn't really have any competition like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Like mm-hmm. talking about hooks and melodies, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, Wandeko yeah, yeah, did yeah, not yeah. have any competition. Wandeko was in his own lane. Wandeko said, no, they use auto-tune. When Whiskey came up, Whiskey mm-hmm. was on all kinds of auto-tune type shit. Wandeko did not have any competition. But Wandeko, I feel like, you know, obviously I don't know the guy personally, but the vibe why, that I get from the guy is that this guy is not hungry and he's lazy. Like, mm-hmm. he got success when he just got really lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but Wandeko, like, a couple months ago was like, oh, <clears throat> I'm dropping an EP. And then Wandeko just didn't, he never dropped the shit, didn't even care to tell fans like why he postponed the shit. Like, you were just supposed to act like you didn't just tell us that you were giving us an EP like in a, in a few days. Then, like I was saying before, last late last year, he was supposed to pull up to Chicago for a show. And Baba was MI, like he just canceled like maybe like a week or two before the shit. Like, so, you know, the guy has, he hasn't, Wandeko has not really gone on the, you know, followed that trajectory that, you know, everyone thought. Like you know, so he was you're gonna basing go this, you're basing this off of one day dropping or Oxley rising. 
Right. So okay. So so I I'm saying all that to say this. Oxlade has been like has put has been putting out more music, and it's not just that it's more music. It's like really quality stuff. Like he's been working with a, lo- a bunch of people. Some of his songs or features are a little bit more low key. But Oxlade has been like on the steady. He's, the guy is not even in a rush. And that EP that he dropped is like fire. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. Um, it's called Oxygen, and it's like it's a it's a dope it's a dope EP. The way the guy is going, I think that he has that drive and that hunger. If he stays on, if he stays the course, I definitely think that he'll be able to surpass uh, Wande Ko because Oxlade is doing this in a time where it's like a bunch of Afrobeat talents are out right now. But Oxlade still manages to stay in the conversation. So I have very big hopes for the guy. I'm not saying the guy is Wande Kolo, like you know, I'm not saying he's that, but I'm saying like as far as like maybe popularity, I don't want to say impact just yet. Because that would be kind of unfair to one day, but popularity and stuff like that, like he, he's gonna, he's gonna get his music out there. He's gonna get his music out there. I, I think that guy is, is he's one of the ones that you guys should watch out for. Him, Rema, and uh, Omale, and you know, there there are a few of them. Um, just before I reply, you, I want to know if Sultan has anything to say or if he wants to join you. I, I mean, me personally, like I haven't really listened listen to Oxlade music music like that, so I can't really like pretend to like know if he's because i've heard a few songs and he hasn't sounded bad the song i said i really like or his the feature was the angelina mm. you know that was him right mm-hmm. yeah i know that song yeah with juice i don't know if he's him or yeah. i know that song he's him with juice i think yeah so, juice and Files, right? yeah 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 so that was that when i heard because it's, it's his part of the song that's the best part to me the angelina whatever whatever he was singing so i mean he's right. definitely talented though but when the calls singing ability is just insane yeah. so if oxlade is does something that can match that then maybe yeah. but when the coach is coming out with hits after hit after hits yeah. like one by one, one by one, one, by one. <laughs> i don't know what was going on with the guy bro he has the potential to be one of the greatest ever from the african scene but this guy is just wasting his potential bro if they give me that voice they will be singing it yeah. People will be tired of me, bro. I'm weak. Play, I mean, right. can you play this song uh, by Oxlade? So, um, Oxlade, Kokosi. What's the other song? Kokosi. Kokosi. This is my favorite track on uh, this his latest uh, album. So, I want, to, I want to play so like, it's not like I didn't hear, I didn't listen to this Oxygen album, uh, Okuchi. You know, I gave it a chance. Wait, so okay, so you wait, you listen to the whole thing, yes. And this song and is my best song, is your favorite song yes. of the okay, all right. So it's not like I didn't listen to it, okay. Oh yeah, so that, that was Coco said by um, Oxlade. By Oxlade, yeah. And I'm fucking with. I, I I like that song a lot, but I I think what what you said is, is a bit of a reach because and, and, mm. and because the reason why because first off I have a few points for you because first off I think this Oxlade it sounds like uh, a Yoruba Rikasani. I don't know if you know Rikasani. <laughs> it just sounds it like sounds like what a Yoruba Rikasani. Uh, you, that that's a good comparison. It yeah. does sound like Rikasani a little bit. Yeah, and and and, and like. All of them, they, I think it's one code that kind of birthed all these guys too. I didn't they like their sound at least, and so that's number one. Number two, I think it's of it's the level you are trying to 
give him is unfair because I don't think I never reached there. One day Cole is not just about his, just his talent too. The impact was crazy. One day Cole is there's one day Cole's legacy is tied to more hits. It's tied to Maven. It's tied to all these places that I don't think Osley can ever ever. Was like, Nicole Cole ever in Maven? Yes, it was the Maven. Was, uh, even if you don't type to Maven. Yeah, like in the in the in the beginning with was tied to Maven because even dropped that. I think dropped the EP with them or something like that. Or yeah, or a, a project with them. But other than that, Manico's legacy is tied to so many things. And he, he, I don't think Oxley can ever, ever, can ever do that. And number, th- number three is, I, culturally, Oxley, when I listen to his songs, like, they don't, they don't, they are good though. But what Manico's songs, like, they always had the impact. It's like Drake. Like, Drake's songs are always, they are quotables. You know what I mean? How like when you hear Drake's song, you everybody always has uh, caption, caption yeah. or something like that. Wandiko had that in my opinion had that, that impact. Like when you hear Wandiko, so everybody like Ten Ten, all these songs like they would, Ashimak Payne, Baby. You know they, they're just. I don't think Oxley and Oxley really has that cultural I- impact when he, in his music. And another one is um, another point is uh, what Wandiko has too is the damn. I had this point in my head, top of my head too. But one day cool, my, my point is one day cool is just is just too much. And I don't mm. think Oxley it, 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 I don't think it's even fair to even put him one day, Oxley can, cool can be still be much, fighting yeah. with them Fireboy. Because it can fight them Fireboy or them Joe Boy, even even Rima or something like that. You know, it can be it's still there. Rikasani is I don't know where Rikasani is now, so I can't but it just sounds like it's something to me and there's a lot more that we need. We need for I need to see from him at least to even. I mean, he's just starting out though. So okay, yes. Yeah, that, last point. That's why I said in like in like two to three years. You know, it's not like it's not right now. And and like I said, because you know the impact might not be the same for us, but I think it it would be like it would be something it would be bigger for like people that are right that are younger. Because I don't just the nostalgia factor with one day core. I don't expect. Oxley to match that because yeah. when the book created moments for me when I was in secondary school and shit yeah. like that, like it was like, and like I said, you know, the, the Afrobeats industry at the time was not as big as it is now. So it was like, not to take anything from Wande Cole, but it was, you know, it was a little bit easier for one day to get that shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. then you're rocking with the band Don, Don, Don Jazzy too. These ones that have like, you know, they've been doing it together for a minute and now, you you know, you're getting to benefit from like one of the greatest producers in the game. Yeah. You know, like you know, you know, and the promo that comes with that. And like I said, one day did not have in what in what one day was doing. One day, Cole had no real competition. Like, let's just yeah. be real. Cole had like who? Imagine, imagine one day Cole was beefing Kelly Handsome that time. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Like who's like like we talk about Kelly Handsome now? <laughs> why, like, where why, is he in this why, conversation? Why you give Kelly Handsome history like that? No, no, I rock with I rock with Kelly Handsome had hits. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? But, I completely but, but like in hindsight, that, in hindsight, when we talk about like Afrobeats history and like where we've come, like Kelly Handsome is like you know is a speck. No, I hear you. Know, you know I, what I'm saying? I understand that point very well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's what that, you know. Now it's like you have Fireboy, you have Joe Boy, you yeah, have yeah. Rema, you have. Omale, you have Buju, like bro, it's like you have yeah. terms that just so many of these Buju, guys yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying, like for Oxley, the fact that he has all this competition and he's in a time where like man, if you don't keep putting out that music, you're out of here. Like yeah. and he still manages to get his name in the conversation. You know, I see a lot of great things happening for the guy, but again, only if he keeps, you know, this shit up and, and keeps dropping music, you know. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I hear you guys. day has given us a classic album, yeah. you know, like, and it has stood the test of time. Yeah. So I'm not trying to downplay his legacy in any way. I'm just saying, like, this this Oxlade guy, that statement that I made is just, like, to show you how promising I think this guy, you know, yeah. this guy's uh, career is. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, okay, yeah. So just going back to that whole week topic and how a week was, you know, it was this whole episode. I, I dealt with my first heartbreak. Oh, before we oh, go into that, we still have time. Yeah, we still have okay, time. Okay, I, I, you know, it was really, it was talking about the week. Um, but let's yeah, get yeah. to the shits, man. I really, because I really want to talk about this whole heartbreak thing with you guys, man. Like, go ahead, go ahead. You, 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 you want to hold that for later? No, we can't. We can Since we're here, let's go. Let's go start today. Go ahead. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's jump right into it. So I just, I'm just wondering. You know, obviously, I was dealing with my heartbreak. Everything is over now. We, me and my partner, we sorted everything. We're fine now. But it was a period where it was looking real bleak. So I'm just wondering, like, and. Like me, I didn't know how to cope with it because this is my first ever like relationship or official relationship. Wait, for real? Yeah, bro. Like me personally, bro, you know, I'm the type of guy where in the past I was not necessarily the most loyal guy to all these babes. So this one, I committed to her and stuff like that. We had our issues. Uh-huh. We sorted it out. But the week where we were, because we decided to give each other like one week of space. Mm-hmm. Without getting into much detail and stuff, but and it was very difficult mm-hmm. for me because I didn't do anything wrong. She was the one that did the whatever, like she did. So mm-hmm. dealing with that heartbreak, I'm just wondering if you've experienced it before and how do you cope with stuff like that for people that are like having problems with heartbreak or relationships now? Oof, man, um, shit. <laughs> uh, bro, the last time that, that I went through something like that, man, that shit was like shit. That that shit was sitting in my chest. I don't even know how to like how to describe that shit, but it's it's a, it's a crappy ass feeling, man. You know, um, I like it was like and and at the time we like took a break. It was like it was supposed to be. I don't even know how how long that break was supposed to be, like for a week or something. But each day just felt like it felt like a month. Like it felt like it was forever, man. And I was like, man, what's going on? And then, cause you know, like usually when when it's like, oh, let's take a break, that that's usually an indicator that the relationship is over. Yeah, like, yeah. Me too. I was thinking the same you know, thing, bro. Yeah. Right. So rarely, rarely do you ever come back from that. Uh, in my situation, the relationship definitely ended. Um, but you know, at the time, there were a lot of there were a lot of factors, you know, and I think I've like kind of covered it on the regular show, you know, at times, cause I really, I really needed to like keep talking about it, like to get over it. Um, but it's it, man, it, it's rough. So my own takeaway from my my last relationship was just like, guy, before you ha- before you go into another relationship, just like you, you know where you, you know you know where you've made mistakes, you know where you've been naive, you know you you you've noticed some of the signs, you know where like you know you start to know when things aren't like really going the way that you think they are, um, and just take those lessons into the next joint so that you don't fall head over heels for somebody who's not. Uh, you know, half as invested as you are, or like, you know, who's not really ready for what you have to offer. Um, but I gotta say, it's, it's, it's tough, man, especially as a guy, too. Like, you know, it's a way that I do these things, and but it's just like, man, it's not easy at all, bro. It's not easy at all, bro. The, sh- the way the shit hit me, bro, especially when you have like super deep feelings to the person. And me and my, yes. my partner, we've we, we don't really have arguments. We, we are always communicating with each other and stuff like that. So the shit just came out of the blue. And it was so weird, bro, because that one week we decided to give each other a space. 
Like everywhere I looked, I just had positive memories because like the clothes are still here. Like the bathroom is full of like makeup and stuff like that. So when I look at there, I see positive memories. So it was not difficult. And I see my dog too, the biggest one because both of us adopted the dog. So anytime I look at the dog, I always think of like back then, like when we both went to pick out the dog and whatever. So it was very difficult, bro. I was like, damn, I... Me personally, I made a vow that if this did not work, I'm not doing any other relationship again, bro. Because it's, the the heartbreak is too much for all yeah. that stuff, too. You know, like how, how long have you guys been together? We've been together for two and a half years now. Oh wow! It doesn't even feel like it, but time just be flying anyhow. I swear. I'm one people be saying that shit, man. I'd be like, man, I didn't even know relationships can last that long these days. Man. <laughs> that shit I mean, no, bro, it's be like that, it's man. just if you want it to work, you know, you just have yeah. to. Like, because obviously nobody is perfect, so you just have right. to finesse it to the way where, like, both of you can coexist peacefully. Like, you communicate if you have any issues. That's why I try to communication is a very big thing in relationships and stuff like that. And that's what something I try to do always. Like, if I have any problem, I don't let it stay in the back of my mind. I just I say it immediately. We address it. Right. Then we move on. Like always try to move on quickly and stuff like that. Not dwell on like that's a very like positive and mature outlook because I think that you know a lot of people in our age group they don't understand that relationships are work. Like that shit is work. Mm. It's like real work. I think people get like so caught up in like the whole dating phase and like the fun that comes with it Mm. and the um uh don't say innocence and the nonchalance and all that shit like oh we're just linking to have fun when you get into a relationship like again it takes real work it's more than just the dates and like having fun it's like they are real you know what i'm saying there's you're talking about a real connection we're talking about communication this is where you know who really is an adult because everybody likes to say well i'm I'm grown i'm all da, 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 da. but like when it comes down to it, it's like, are you really, you know, are you really ready for that? Like, um, and I think that a lot of people in our generation are just stuck on, on the look and, and the feel. And it's like, you know, it's that's not how life works. You know, life is life is mundane. Like, so, you know, a lot of times your relationship will be boring, you know, um, sometimes there will be issues. And it's about how you handle those not so great times that really determines, you know, the strength and uh, longevity of, of your relationship. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent, bro. I, heartbreak is never really a good thing too. Like dealing with heartbreak is is one of the most painful things because you've attached yourself to this person. You have like you you've already been having like future visions of where you want to go with this person. All these trips you want to take, you've been talking about it, and for it to just be ended suddenly or looking like it's about to end is very like whew, like it was very painful, bro. But I mean, luckily, yeah, bro. Like, I mean, you know, man. Luckily, I'm glad glad you guys sorted your stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Okuchi, I was gonna ask, what was you were really ginger to have this uh, conversation? What was going to this uh, relationship conversation? What was in your? Oh, each one. What did you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking what my agenda was? Yes, <laughs> no, yes, they are. Yeah, you had it all of him. Yeah, on uh, the timeline. <laughs> um, well, listen, okay, here's the thing. It was like, it was just very interesting, like, hearing or seeing you guys, like, you know, talk about, like, relationship shit, like, period, on, on you know, on in the same week, it was like both of you both had something yeah. to say. 
about like women because um that was on the uh, on the rants. I didn't even see talking about his ex that scammed him, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, and I wanted and I wanted to hear I wanted to hear more about that because I like I really like to know how you guys process these things like your outlook on relationships and commitment and and all that all that shit. So Dario, can you please run back that um I'm that story, story you were story. I, I've never heard this story before. I beg, run that shit back for the culture. Ha! I'm on, on this platform. Yeah, that that ransom was low key. <laughs> Even now, it's dangerous because I don't know if the audio you put out the audio or not. <laughs> but I mean, maybe I won't go into too much of the details. But I will just say that. You know, women cheat. It's not for women cheat too. That's not the issue. Yeah, it's not even about. Oh, I didn't get cheated on. Uh-huh. I didn't get cheated on. It's, the point is, we in the relationship. You just, I don't know. Just going back to what you said. Um, I did say whatever I said on the ranch show, and and I mean, I dealt with it however I dealt with it. You know, and I don't even remember now. What what, what were you even trying to ask me again? Because I don't want to necessarily give the details. You already know the gist. Yeah, I know the gist. Mm-hmm. I know the gist, but I thought like maybe some listeners might be able to gain some like I don't know insight <laughs> or offer information. But I also understand you guys like yeah. you know being on the side of caution because I've made the mistake of maybe like saying a little too much, yeah. you know, um, on my platform. You know, so I understand like like it, bro, it got it got to the point where like okay, so women that I would take out on dates like yeah. this is even past my last relationship. Yeah. I take women out on dates. You know that I have this podcast. Yeah. And the whole thing was just like, well, if I really want to know how this guy maybe yeah. feels about me or something, I'm going to just go listen to his fucking podcast. Yeah. And like, at one point I was having dinner with a girl and she was like, so are you going to talk about me with your friends on your podcast? And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, we. Bro, <laughs> I've had that so many times, bro. Yeah, Let me know what's that. mention of how like, you know, you just be talking and girls will not pull up like yeah. the receipts of the pod from you that this episode. Yeah. This I was, I, what was it? Just recently, like I think a few months back, this girl was telling me that, uh, Oh, that because we were kind of like talking like early stages, not early stages, like going, it was getting, getting kind of serious a little bit or whatever, right? I mean, feelings were starting to get caught, so whatever, right? And next thing I knew, this girl was not acting different. Next thing I knew, she just put up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine your reaction. No, no, she didn't put it up like ah. She was acting different. I was like, ah, what's going on now? Like, tell me what's going on. Why do you feel this way or why are you acting this way? Basically, acting like you can read their mind. Yes, yes, yes. Now, and I'm like, okay, okay. First, she now starts. She now put up the phone. She's not like, oh, on your podcast. She, she first, she didn't, she didn't play it. She was like, I don't want to play it, but because I know you say whatever, right? But I'm like, just tell me. Right? She now said on your podcast, you were like, um, you said something about a girl and how I don't. I, I said something about the girl and how like. Oh you, no! Yeah, I remember. I said I was single, and Sultan was like, "Oh, you're single." Then I was like, "Yeah, bro." I, I said it with my chest. So she was like, "Oh, you said it like you're a big single." I was like, "Ah, which one is big single uh, again?" Big single? <laughs> oh, oh, she said, "He said I said it like I was big single." I was like, "Yeah." So, but anyways, I mean, and she when I was like, I don't understand what she was saying. Like I was confused, and she pulled up the podcast and played the. <laughs> Apart from now, like Jesus Christ, of <laughs> you, you, you can't do anything too because you, you recorded yourself. And, and no, and the, and the thing about that is, in when, at that point in time, she was nowhere close to my my head at all. You know what I mean? Like it was not even 
anything close to her vicinity. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even thinking that, oh, I'm going to jeopardize this particular relationship if I say this or, like, I was just thinking about me just being single and I was just making jokes with my friends, that type of shit. So, like, a lot of times this podcast, you say things and, like, and that's even just this one of the smallest ones. I remember when we started this podcast, very, 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 in, in the early days, man, there was one, I, I, I was talking about one girl and she was, she gave me a scenario and I kind of used the scenario in a way, like, to kind of tell the story on the podcast, right? Uh-huh. And a dumbass that I am, right, I now always go and tell her, you know what I mean, that, oh, this is this that this is what I said on the podcast. So don't don't like don't think it's about you. I was just trying to like use your kind of scenario to you know whatever, right? Um, uh, this thing backfired, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And it, that was that was my own first mistake. I thought that was, and that was uh, that's when I knew that man. I need to start watching out what I see on the podcast. But sometimes it doesn't even matter. Sometimes you just get carried away having conversation with your friends and like she's get you start saying stuff just passionately and like you don't know what you say and somebody will call you out. But in, reg- in regards to relationships, man, I don't know, man. I feel like... Have you ever experienced heartbreak? How do you deal with it? Have I ever experienced... I've definitely experienced heartbreak so many times, too. man. Like, it's, it's shit. <laughs> and, it, and honestly, I've, I've experienced and I've given it. So, like, I have a very... Extensive know, history. Yeah, not, not history. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the funny thing, people, people really think I have, like, a history. It's just that, like, I, I, I feel so deeply about these relationships that... I have so many, ex- I have so much experience. Like, I don't really have a lot of, like, like, uh, oh, history in, in this. You know, this, this topic, my bad, this thing reminds me of when the podcast, when I first started um, dating my partner, and she now asked me, why did they call you Buddy Bag Bushido on the, bo- on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how the fuck do I explain that shit, bro? That shit just funny as fuck, how... These guys be, really be listening to the pod to find out shit to so yeah. they can use against you. I don't think they f- use this to find out shit. They just be listening, but like they listen with sensitive ears and like very. That's what I'm saying. They wave to pick yeah, up. Yeah, they listen. Yeah, true, true. They listen to like yeah, <laughs> right. But I mean, I guess I, I, I know I know that I know that women that like me that listen that definitely listen to the podcast for 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 context clues and shit like that. Yeah. Like like they won't talk to me, but they'll go listen to my podcast like just to like hear. Um, you know, fortunately, I've I've learned my lesson, so I don't even like you know I keep that shit off Twitter. I keep it off my podcast. I don't even like discuss it. But um, you know, I'll, like, I'll, to yeah. Those, yeah. I wanted to say just last point as to how to deal with breakups again. It's like for me personally, like before was when the days like I used to like really like be fucked or like feel like oh like because we gotta be careful too when, when we're dealing with these breakups that like we don't lose we don't forget that. Um, we like we don't get just because we were so used to a particular way or were codependent in a certain way or like we were used to something it doesn't mean like necessarily right or just because you're used to something doesn't mean that's the way it's supposed to be is my point you right. can and so like for me personally what i do now is like i oh what i've understood from my personal situation because i've been in a relationship where we'll break up we'll get back together break up get back together and the reason why is because when that, when that trust is lost the issue is not even getting back together the issue is when you're back together and something will now bring because that trust is is broken you understand mm. something will now bring it back up and it's how you now continue to deal with those issues that come after it because there's right. it's not it's not gone it doesn't disappear especially when it causes a breakup the first time it's still right. there you know it will be like oh because the, what you, 
and that's what you start going back and forth and doing that and other type of stuff. So what I, I, I've learned or what I pick from that is me. I just need to just find out what it is. I find out what it is I want. Me personally, when I realize that okay, maybe in a relationship I don't really exactly know what I want right now in a relationship. Then forget relationship. Anybody that wants to come and meet me now, you're coming out and meet me. Like I'm, I know what it is I want. So whatever break up or anything like that, it doesn't really phase me for more than a few few like few days because at the end of the day it's like you gotta come back and focus on your goal and go after that anything else you want to come come to you so that's how i feel about it like once you can just calm down understand what it is because at the end of the day like we human beings we can get distracted and we can go and put ourselves in relationship and like we forget because when we're out of that relationship you now you're you're really facing your own life because we we can put ourselves in a woman who was bringing up i was talking to inkem shout out to inkem inkem was telling me that they are niggas broke ass niggas right that they, just because they're still getting pussy right they won't they, they won't feel the need to like to shop or be better or like go get money or Whoa, whatever right? big facts but, that's so, facts. so it's the same thing with niggas with relationships right because you're, you're in a relationship and you think you have a girlfriend or anything like that right you 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 won't like you forget that like real life issues be happening but like because you're with your girl, you forget that like, oh, it's just like a coping mechanism also, like a a, a way of just, it's a getaway too. It, it can happen. I'm, I'm, that's an example. So like, for me personally, that's when I had to just kind of like step back. So I don't use my relationship as some kind of like uh, safety net or some kind of comfortability zone or, or, or of complacency to just... right. To just be there and feel comfortable that oh at least my baby's still happy with me and I'm, i know i was still doing all this type of shit but you know so when i realized that i was like okay you know what it's not about the relationships right now i'm not dealing i'm not worried about any relationship honestly like i'm worried about getting me right and whatever comes with that fine you that type of shit it's because and that way i find it, it it helps me deal with breakups because i'm not even worried about like it's not the, the relationship is not my end goal my angle mm. is like you know like as much as like I, i've planned whatever with 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 my my partner or anything like that or i've planned or whatever it is right and i'm not saying it's easy to deal with that or anything like that you, you, your angle is is it's it's me you know at the end of the day like if it even brings it back to that acrimony movie right i don't know if you watch that movie okuchi oh uh, no okay i don't even know if i'm going to that if you haven't watched it but yeah, it's just like yo. I when we have our goals, man, it might sound selfish at the end of the day, but like shit, you, you, you just stick to it, man, and everything will be right, in my opinion. Like, and um, you're, you're you're right. It's it's easy to get complacent because you're happy, like you 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 know, especially when your partner becomes like your like a a source of like I don't know happiness or something. Yeah. Uh, the important thing, like you know, guys need to understand if you're listening to this, man, like. Don't go into a relationship hoping that you know your partner will be your source of happiness or whatever. Yeah. You should you should be in a place in your life where you're doing a bunch of things yeah. or at least don't think that you know you feel very fulfilled and passionate about that gives yeah. you happiness. Yeah. And that you're bringing happiness, your partner is bringing the happiness, and you're both just sharing that. For sure. You just yeah, you said my point eloquently. Yes, go ahead. Because that's how you get complacent in other parts of your life, and you think, "Oh well, I have my sure. girl, so I don't have to like, do much else." And it's like, "Nah, fuck that." Uh, secondly, like that, that you know, from Dio's, um, you know, I'm not gonna say what he was saying on 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 that platform, um, but what I got from it, like, it was just a reminder that, you know, when women, you know, up and tell you that they, they you know, they can't do this anymore, they don't want to do it. Oh, yes. It's not, it's not, it's not the same day. That's not a same day decision. It's yeah. like that's they've they. A lot of times it's like months in the making. 
you know that they've been like and and it's 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 fucked up because as men we you know we we normally tend to like communicate like if we're feeling some kind of way yeah. it's like you know we try to talk it out or like express something see if we can fix it or change yeah. women are not like that women expect you to like read your mind and like yeah. fix up and it's like well you know like how am i supposed to like, you know if you're not telling me what's on your mind like how am i supposed to know or supposed to work on yeah. um but yeah you know and just thirdly you, you know just like listen this like it's it's easier to to function in relationships when you're like in when your whole approach or your outlook is is that of indifference yeah. like believe it or not like it's 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 better to come from a place of indifference than for you to be like very like invested in the relationship to the point where you're more invested in it than the girl is like and that's from what i've learned that's actually a turn off for women like you know you being like a little too excited about the shit or wanting it to work and shit like that like just be focused on your shit and keep definitely keep busy you know, like they'll, you know, stay with your passion. Find find something in your life that gives you purpose. Yeah. And like, literally everything else will fall into place. And and honestly, like, I I don't want this to seem like oh, this is like a bash, like women or anything like that. It's just honestly, I would think women can take this advice too if they if they want to. Like, yo, just focus on yourself, yo. Like, anybody that's for you will come and attach your journey because something else I wanted to bring right. out of saying this relationship. I was speaking with one of my friends too about this. Is like, I, I, I this might be. I hope I don't get nobody. I, get, I don't get cancer, but I think, in a way, like I feel like women, society has made them the, their next step, like oh, get a kid or get married. It's always like kind of attached to a man. But at the end of the day, like a man is like, oh, like I'm a, I can do my own shit type of stuff. That's how that's how it sounds to me. So like that's why like at the end of the day, I feel like if everybody can just do their own shit, you actually find the right mm-hmm. people because you find the right person for yourself. You. The, People that you can actually go through adversity together and, and and live through it you know what i mean so it's just like just just kind of do your own thing and, and, and like and you know and uh and hope and hopefully as you do your own thing you find your own purpose like it's, it's not just a man or woman thing it's just people because again there, there are niggas out here that that act like you know that act the same way too. They they expect to read their mind or whatever the case may be, right? But it's just right. like, right. yeah, just right. I, think, I just feel like I think the people just focus on what it is. Like we shouldn't put so much emphasis on relationships. And I was talking Sultan too. I don't know what Sultan has to feel about this about like setting expectations in yeah. particular relationships and stuff like that. And, and the type of expectation we set in relationships, like, is it unrealistic that like you you be in a relationship, you start a relationship, and you expect that relationship to last forever? Because if you now because you start a relationship, and you tell yourself, oh, we're in the talking stage. Next thing you know, your boyfriend and girlfriend. Next thing you know, it's like, well, boyfriend and girlfriend, what next? And the thing, it's been a relationship. This is what I was getting at before when I say women, their life kind of attached to us. Maybe not a relationship, and your boyfriend and girlfriend. In a woman, for a woman now, in her mind, it's like, oh, she wants to get married, she wants to have kids, right? Or that, that's the kind of next step in the relationship for her, right? But as a guy, right. you're thinking, damn, I want to boss up so I can, like, get all this shit and get my, so I can start a family. But your goal is, like, trying to boss up. And the thing like she, I'm not saying she's not trying to bust up, but like her for the relationship though, her thinking is, oh, let's get kids, you know, live together, all that type of shit. But you're not thinking that same thing. So it's like, and once that starts to like clash, that's when like, I don't know, like I feel like people start to, you know. Yeah, I mean, this whole topic is, is a, it's like a very broad topic because at the end of the day, that's how society has like conditioned women to prize like 
partnership with men as like this high thing. That's why you see a lot of women in their bios and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, if you really think about it, marriage is really not an achievement. Yeah. But it's framed it as, an ach- as an achievement for women. So a lot of women have been conditioned to see this marriage as like this high thing that if you, if you see the way society treats, especially in the Nigerian society, see the way um, Nigerian society treats married women compared to single women. Married women are seen as like a, a, are are seen as higher in the social class compared to like yeah. single women and stuff like that. So there's this a lot of pressure on these women to um, get married. It's not even just Nigeria, uh, in some extent here too. Like women are always felt like uh, they always have like this pressure coming from their families to get married at a specific age and to do this at a specific age because they feel like their biological clock is running out. Oftentimes, leading them to sacrifice their careers and stuff like that in in pursuit of like a marriage or a family and stuff like that. So, oftentimes, there's a disconnect with men because they put this unrealistic expectation. The men have not been burdened with that, that, um, that like societal yeah, pressure. Uh, pressure of like marriage. So their goals are usually different in terms of like they want to, like you said, boss up, boss up, um, get more money, get a better job and stuff before they start yeah. thinking about that. But the woman, since you have, since they've been women, since they've been young, always been told like marriage. So you, they always been prepared to be a good wife. Essentially, that's like how a lot of women have been raised to be good wives. So like you can't really blame them for for how they see life because that's really what they've been conditioned to to be and on that whole topic too of like setting expectations for a relationship i feel like when you do that from the start of the relationship it's um it's it's like you are setting yourself up for disappointment because when it when it doesn't lead to what you are expecting you're going to be so disappointed and so sad so that's like one thing about that whole setting expectations. Usually how I approach stuff is like, even my partner when we first met, it was more of like, okay, friends with benefits type of stuff. Then eventually we felt like, okay, we really like each other. We enjoy hanging out with each other. We ended up becoming like, okay, boyfriend and girlfriend and stuff like that. And boom, it's like, and that's how it's been progressing since then. So it's like, you just let, let it go with the flow. But then again, if you have like an expectation of marriage or something, please let the person know before you hop into a relationship so they know what to expect and don't be like surprised when you now come out like oh why are we not married yet or something like that why have we not proposed here or something like that i feel like that one too is like you should always let people know what you're expecting from specific situations let them know if you are down with just vibes or if you are down with like a serious relationship i also think we should normalize i I don't know if it's normalized already bro breaking up like breaking up peacefully and Feeling like, oh, we can come back and be like, you know, like friends. just break up, you know, and not just be friends. Even though that would be friends, just break up, spend your time space. If you want to restart, or even if maybe not even break up. Like if you're in a relationship for a long time, you feel like it's going on for a long time. There's nothing going on. You can't separate for a little bit. It should be normalized. That's what I mean. Like because you should be able to check in in the relationship. Because I feel like these things last so long that you you lose each other, you lose yourselves. You lose, and, and, and this conversation is, is hard to have in the relationship because now their feelings are attached. Like, you tell somebody, maybe you made a certain promise in the beginning of the relationship, and now you can't fulfill that promise. And now it's like, oh, you ain't shit because you you said you were going to do this, but you're not doing this. You know that type of stuff. Like So it's like, I feel like we need to be able to check, normalize checking in a relationship and it being okay to, like, move on. Because at the end of the day, man, relationships are not, like, it's, it's, I mean, not, you don't have to get married. You don't have to be in a relationship. You don't have to. 
you know if you don't want to you don't have to so like it's not we should we should normalize like being okay with not being in a relationship also and yeah i definitely agree with that that should not be I a problem like to, to to just be in a relationship and be okay and nobody should it should not be like oh you should see looking seen as being being immature or like whatever or whatever the case may be so it's just i don't know man um, uh, that's that's another thing. Let the relationship be, be between the two of us. Like, forget what anybody, what, what anybody else is saying or how society views it. If it works for both of us, we both have an understanding. We have a vibe. Like, the chemistry is there. Then you know that's that's really all that matters. And it's you know, but this whole marriage issue is another reason why, you know, it's like you know, this it shows the advantage of like dating someone who's like younger than you know much younger than you are you know like because it's like as men this and this is like a this is like a problem that keeps coming up when i talk to guys like you know or like i'm talking to my you know my friends that are couples and shit like and it's like the girl is always like oh i want to get married like you know she's like oh by 25 26 yeah. you know i want to get married and i want to get babies out of the way so i can move on with my life yeah and each and every one of my guys is like mm, oh i'm not quite I, I'm not going. I'm not going to feel comfortable enough having again married and having kids until I'm in my you know like 30s or so because then I know I have my I'll have I expect to have my career by then and be making enough money to provide financially because let, let's be real none of us wants to at least if you have sense and you're responsible you don't want to bring a child into this world uh, when your pockets are just kind of like insecure and you know what I'm saying I like, guess it's, it's like you you want to make sure that you're bringing them into a world where you know you, you know you can at least like you know cater to them in in, in a lot of ways um and so that that the timing of that is there's usually a gap between how men view it and how women view it. women are like oh i don't care like i don't care like you know we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it and guys are more like no nah, i need to be prepared like i need i need to make this bridge like a triple decker yeah. you know um so yeah but that's just one of those things man that's you know find uh you know find, find who you connect with and, uh, and do your thing because dating man dating these days is not easy at all yeah it's not it's not easy at all like i can't i don't even anybody you have anything else to say about this no movie? i mean I, and just in that last point i'll say like it's easier because imagine back then when you guys even have like phone they could text each other you have to be writing a letter to your yeah, yeah yeah you even know what to <laughs> do but one thing though like i forgot to mention this is that like that helped me go through like that difficult phase last week was my family like i was so mm. surprised when my dad called me and was trying to comfort me he was telling me about like his own heartbreak when he was in, in, in college and how he... Oh, that's, that's dope, and, man. And I, I didn't know I didn't like young parents to do that. Bro, I was so... Miss, look at me. Bro, you've not seen my dad before, bro. I was so surprised, too. Yeah. So I feel like that surprise helped calm me down, like, and helped, like... Mm-hmm. Because after, since then... I noticed that after that day, after he told me that stuff, I was feeling way better. Because I was mm. just like, damn, so this nigga, like, really, like, <laughs> is giving me yes. advice and stuff like that. He was telling me of how he caught her... <laughs> I don't want to give the whole story, but my so like he had like a babe, whatever he the babe like my dad's ah, fuck I don't know how to explain my family now because like come boy like the babe shot cheated on him and he 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 drove from Lagos to like Ilorin six a.m. to go and find that because he somebody switched on her that she's been cheating so my dad wanted to but the father your pop seen two today back then man uh, really? your your father would have been the trending topic. <laughs> <laughs> Lagos to Lorin. You've been trading on Twitter. <laughs> bro, but that's, that's what he puts that story on Instagram blog, Nigeria. 
that's true though but yeah so that definitely helped me cope like family my uncles were calling me my aunts were calling me other stuff like you know it was just right. it was just funny but yeah luckily well everything sorted now we're all cool but yeah Good shit, man. i'm gonna talk about this whole like burner boy and davido issue that has been like brewing these past few months or weeks or something like that so i don't know what you guys think about it um in case, just to give you guys... I guess I, I have to be the one to defend uh, Bonaboy in this segment. But, because I know I have my uh, Bonaboy uh, haters in the audience. But, but just to give you guys some context. Um, so, David posted July on his Snapchat. He posted July because he released an album, A Better Time is Coming in July. Then Bonaboy now posted July will be a very funny month. I shall laugh accordingly. Then, um, what else did he post again? David posted that. Um, David posted on his Instagram a picture of him and Whiskey. Yeah, a Photoshop picture of uh-huh. him and Whiskey. Captioned it, the two greatest of all time, no cap. Then Bonaboy now responded on. I, I don't know if he responded, Shad. This is. He just posted on his Snapchat. He posted, You cannot play football. Everybody knows you cannot <laughs> play football. And you're an embarrassment to the team. But your daddy bought the football team. So, like, everybody, <laughs> has, everybody has been seeing that as shots to David Doe. So, I don't know what you guys, what, what, what do you I think? I love it. I mean, is it, is, that wasn't even it. He did post something else. He said something about, okay, that was it, actually, right? No, the, the, third, the third one was that David Doe posted his, his car. Like, yeah, the Bentley, the Bentley also. Now posted no a Bentley. picture of this. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, uh, I think this shit... Because of this, people have not started to speculate. Because at the end of the day, it's all speculation. No, it's, the coincidence is, is not is, is is too crazy for it to be like just a speculation. Yeah, I beg we know, bro. We know how to put one and two together. This is not a coincidence. Okay. I beg. Like the timing, the timing of each post was just like guy. Like we know, like we know what you're trying to do. Like we know what you're. Okay, so what is Bernard Boy trying to do? Let me ask you guys. Tell me. So because that's what I want to know. Because I have my own theory. If you guys want to hear, do you guys are okay? Yeah. So me, I think Bernard Boy. Is what he's trying to do is he's coming for David Doe's post because at the end of the day, let's let me let's start here because I think we all know that you remember when we were mentioning um David Doe's um one day coast point that nobody was in one day coast, um, nobody was like really what's it called, nobody was uh yeah, competing exactly, nobody was competing with one day The same thing with David right. Doe, and the thing is that the, nobody was competing with David Doe, you know why? Not because they can't compete with David Doe, not because they were having the talent, but because they didn't have the money. So that's that's uh-huh. number one right there. So let's do, that's number one, no, and that's when, when David Doe started raining. Not saying it wasn't hardworking, but I'm just saying whoever was even hardworking like David Doe could never reach there. That's number one. Wait, wait, so wait, so so what does that have to do with this like situation I, right now? Well, I'm going there because it's part of it. I think he said also says something about your father has money. When he, that's what it's part of it. Now your father has money. Your father bought right. it. Yes, now. Uh-huh. So it's like his people are saying in the Bentley situation. So people are saying that oh, he's falling from showing. It. He's trying to show you guys that even so he has the money. So what can you guys say now? Why is he not number two? Now, Baba went down. The video went down. Post uh, him and Whiskey and said, "Oh, two greatest of all time." Why? Mm. And him, if I'm Bonner Boy, because now at this point that Bonner Boy is now, it's like, see, now I've shown you guys. When you guys were telling me I can't make, now it's not about maybe I have, I don't have money or I don't have because Bonner Boy was dropping records then too, but nobody probably giving him all this clout because he didn't have the bar to do it. But now everybody's like kind of equal ground. Now you now come and be claiming greatest of all time. When me too have been doing this shit for the longest you know what i mean and now so no 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 no. so what if you have bentley i have bentley too you must be mad that's what he just told you there now he's saying july 7th my nigga posted july 7th he said everybody knows that a better time 
or whatever they would do. Everybody, nobody wanted that album. So he wants, he's telling you I'm laughing because I want to see what that what he wants to drop. And I bet you after David, after David will drop a better time, watch the way watch the rollout Bonner Boy is going to do. Bonner Boy is dropping an album. He's, and I'm bet he's going to No, dude, there's a whole conspiracy theory that both of them have planned this thing. No, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. In 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 in, in one of his deleted Instagram live sessions, Baba said he's he's dropping an album this year. Like so, he's dropping an album, you know. Even though he hasn't really put it out there, but he said it himself. Another uh, angle. I saw the video. Another angle. And, and he's, dro- he's definitely dropping the album. Yeah. Another angle could be that they planned this thing. That's another angle. I'm like, it's not far away because they could be just be friends at the end of the day and just jokes. But, yeah, it's just like let's let's create some co- controversy leading up to uh, album releases or whatever. Like you know, get the people talking, because because the video has completely like ignored. Like I, you know, I like how he's handling it. So my okay. whole thing is that if they planned it, it's kind of like mm, well, if we planned it together, then why is Burner like the clown? Why is Burner Boy looking like the clown in this situation? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like I feel like if we're planning some shit together, both of us should be clowning. But Davido is like, oh, I'm taking the high road and I'm pretending like I don't know what's going on. Obviously, Davido knows what's happening because people are asking him under these posts and everything. But it's like, all right, whatever, man. Um, no, I think I, I think it's definitely, me. huh? I, I said address me the points I've made. I definitely, I definitely think that um, it, it's 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 promo it's promo for Burner Boy. I think um, I don't know if he means to do it, but it's it's also it's also promo for for Davido's um, album because now it's like people, people are going to be anticipating it. Like okay, let's let's see you know like let's see what he's going to do. Like right, we didn't really ask for the album, but now it's like okay, like people now are not feeling like. Hear, they, yeah. Yeah, now I want to hear it. I feel like David has to prove some kind of points to Burner Boy or to listeners, and it's like, okay, well, let's let's see what comes out of it. But Burner Boy just keeps. I don't know why he keeps doing this shit, man. Um, I I think I think he's learned from Kanye that you know if you really want to stay relevant and and you know really do some really good numbers, you gotta you gotta keep talking and and you you don't get that kind of attention by saying like by continuing to say positive shit. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta like you gotta shake tables and annoy people. Yeah. But the whole point about your father buying the, the team, I be the stadium or whatever, it's like it, it doesn't it doesn't hold weight because we, Davido is the same person. Like we've seen him talk about it. You know, he was on the Breakfast Club and other platforms talking about how many times his father tried to stop him from making music. His father, like his father was sending police <laughs> was sending police to come and shut down this this promoters don't want to fuck fuck with Davido because they're like guy like like oh, your is a little too powerful and he already said he doesn't like if any of us you know work with you like you know Ingo cast us like so like let's not say it like as if you know Davido's father carried him and put him like one industry plant and then started pumping like a bunch of money into the guy like it's not no Davido is like one of the hardest working artists because Davido could have easily just taken that money and just be like okay well I'll just do this music thing because I'm bored but the guy like puts energy into it. You, you even hear it when he when he sings. I would be singing the softest, slowest song. But you go to rake, you go to shout like say you know, fire the burn. I'm like it's like guy, why are you shouting? But like this is somebody that is hungry about his craft, and I don't get why Burner Boy would feel threatened by that. Just like the way I said, nobody's doing you know doing what the, the from Lagos with Love podcast is doing right now. Then somebody that that runs a podcast will not be catching feelings and asking me like. That, 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 that your father owns. It's like, fam, I, I said my own. If you really feel confident about your craft, you know, go and talk your own too on your own platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that, that and that's how I know, that's how you know that, you know, throughout all this African giant shit that this guy talks, like, he's very, Burner Boy is very insecure. 
Like he's very insecure within himself about his craft, which is weird because he's like, yeah, you have the numbers behind you. Like, why do you care who's posting, you know, two greatest of all times and da 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 da? It's like, yeah, like, you know, go sit down somewhere. Like, what? Like, what is all of this about? You know? Well, again, that that's you can't, he's insecure, bro. He can say he's insecure, but at the same time, I think he's being aggressive in in, in what he's trying to do. He's going after the number one spot, being the African giant. At the end of the day, people still see Wizkid and Davido ahead of him. So, and if you want to do something, you have to yeah, be deliberate yeah. with it. They argue with me, Jet. Okay, you can say that. You can say that. But let's wait until when the better time comes out, right? And it flops, and all these things will be justified. Because. Bro, but if it's really number one, why does it matter what a, a better time sounds like when it drops? If Burner Boy is really above his company, or if he's on top of the game and he's like one of the goods, why does it, like, why are we using a, a better time as See, kind of like futuristic against the guy? There are different type of fights. If there's, there's boxing, there's UFC, you know, there are different type of martial arts, my point. So, like, this, uh, this one that he's doing is coming directly for Davido's neck. You understand know what I'm saying? Like, and after Davido, I bet he's going to cancel this too. Because at the end of the day, like he, he, do, I, I'm not saying Bonaboy Boy to do his right, but I'm saying this same Bonaboy Boy has been. The, I promise you, this guy has been acting the same way for 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 years, even before this. Now, they, they, wasn't Steve Diddy saying it on Loose Talk the other time that Bonner Boy robbed one of one, some, somebody or something um, like that? Is, is it Mr. Two K or something? Mr. Two like K or something like that for no fucking reason. Bonner Boy has been doing some wild shit, but but now we can't stop it anymore. And again, the thing is that after all these antics or whatever, he will just drop that album. And it's going to be flame because the talent is undeniable. One day he gave us a snippet of one of his songs on live. People went nuts. When he put the song, people went nuts on that. So, like, no matter what Butter Boy does, he does it or not, right? He's still going to have these numbers because people weren't fucking with him when he wasn't having numbers. Like, his attitude, my point. And now, it's not attitude or no attitude, he's still good. The numbers are still going to be there. So, anything he does after this is just. Gee, but 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 last 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 coming for your competition's neck is not is not by Snapchat subs. Like at the end of the day, now the music will still do the talking. So like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of some, like it's, like fans have already created that narrative? Whiskey against the video, the video against this one against Castanio. Fans do that work for you already. Why do you feel the need to step in and be like make it known like oh I don't rate you like like why like how is that relevant? Because at the end of the day, if Burner Boy's follow-up album is now like not as good as a better time, you know, because there's still a chance. It might be okay. a slim chance, but, but, but it might but, be a slim chance, but there's a chance. But that's like, what, I, like, what does that that's say what I'm you? telling you. That's what I'm telling you now. Is this is what Burner Boy has created? This is this is this is what great people do. They put that's what Barry Jordan did. They put they give you like you see now he has created a competition now. He's put it in your face. It's no more speculation. Now we know Burner Boy is coming for the video. Now when when they both drop those albums. We'll, now, we'll definitely be able to compare. One person will definitely win. It won't be any like old speculation. Whoever's album will be better. Whoever's album is better would clear it. Because Baba has set the precedence that, okay, yes, so we are going, we are battling. This is what it is. No, there's no like, okay, uh, David o can try and act like what he wants, but Baba is telling you I'm in your face, nigga. But, gee, but gee, this is what we do, though. Like, it's like. Whether or not he said that, like we would still compare those out. We will still say, "Oh, this Burner Boy album shits on David Do's up." Like whether or not we want to do, we end up doing that anyway. And that's why I'm still asking the question: What, like, wh- like how is that? Like how does this shift the view or shift the culture in any way? Because we're still going to do this, whether whether or not they talk. 
Like, we're still going to say, oh, okay, it better than dropped in June, July, whatever, and Bernard Boy jo- dropped in August or whatever, and Bernard Boy's joint, like, definitely shoots on Davido's joint. Like, we're still going to say that. Like, so, like, how, like, how, how is he doing any, you know, how is he changing the perspective? I, I, I hear you. But Bernard Boy, again, has been, has been one that has had to, he, he's, he's, he's been speaking for himself back to the time of when that, that Coachella time, the font thing, whenever like he sees something like that, he feels like he's being disrespected or you, you're you not giving him the the, 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 the the credit or whatever he deserves. Like he's going to call, he's going to see it. And he has been doing that. He's not been, he's not one to shy away from any kind of confrontation or anything like that. That's, so like, that's cool. But, but, but the guy is just, he's just very insecure. Yeah, he is. And, 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 and and me personally, I think he's a slight. I, I think you can he's say it's like I, I think it's a trait think... that all these like great ones have, and he, he's showing it because I've even him going on the the album and naming the album African Giant. That's even even in in that itself, can we say he was insecure? Because who asked you? It's like all these people that be on, on that. You know, not to call anybody else, but all these people on their Twitter and do all these all these Nigerian girls of twenty twelve or twenty fourteen. Any smarty Nubian queen. Nigerian girl, Nigerian girl, everything Nigeria. You see, Auntie, are you the only one from Nigeria? You know that stuff. So, and this nigga is out there came out and said African giants. So, I think even there, you could even I, I get your point. Like, it's what, who gives your audacity or what's the guts, whatever. But he's been the one to come out and 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 talk his shit. He's ne- and, and, and big up himself. We saw what he did to Ricardo Banks. This this is just in the same line or, or whatever. So, like, I don't. This is Bonner boy is Bonner boy, man. And, I'm a, well, yeah. I mean, you know, the, 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 very rarely will you find anybody that's that talented that is not also heavily flawed. Yeah. But, like, I also want to, like, cut this narrative that, you know, Bernard Boy, like, people didn't rate him, and now, like, he's he's on top of the world. That's why people like him, because, like, niggas were actually going to Bernard Boy shows in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. Before all this other thing, people were going and packing up venues in, in Nigeria. This, this size is relevant. People were actually going to see this guy. They were tweeting about him, farming the guy. Like, did they hype the guy? Like, why? I don't understand why. Like, it's one thing if you have, like, a chip on your shoulder against your peers because maybe you feel they didn't rate you. But talking like as if Nigerian fans just started dick riding you out of the blue because Americans accepted you. It's like, come on, fam. For sure. Who's playing your music? Who's playing your music in the clubs? You know, who's promoting your Like, who's carrying your top It's like, come on, man. Like, like, why? Like, why? I hear that. So you shit on you shit on your peers, you shit on your fans, and like what you expect to have like a long career in the game or something like f- Baba last last, you know, like uh, you <laughs> know, get tired of all this stuff. You're saying people get tired of it, but I'm telling you, people are not because yes, this guy has yes, been because, doing because it. Because now you come, you come, you, you becoming, you do becoming our fans, man. You see the way he talks about Nigerian yeah. fans, like even in his interviews, like he internationally, oh, Nigerians like me now because I just like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, so who was who, like, who they streaming music? Yeah, who but, was playing like to party and shit like that before? It was Nigerians, right? Now, like, right? uh, uh-uh, like who who was who you know who was paying you money to come and like you know the the, the glow deals, even though he says. Glow when he says Nigeria, like, he's talking about mainstream, mainstream Nigeria. What are you talking about? He's talking about like because let's talk about it. If Bonaboy, when when Bonaboy started, Bonaboy could be considered as hotel. If you want to go there, mainstream Nigeria didn't accept Bonaboy. And again, part of it, part of the reasons is because of the antics. Also, it's not just because Bonaboy is part of the reason why they didn't accept him. So, 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 so you badly behaved individual and were supposed to like, and that's our fault somehow. Like, like no, I don't no, no, understand. No, no, no. But, the, but, but the issue is. He still badly behaved, and he made it. That's why. That's the issue here, and, and nothing yeah, you can do again. But but you were not. You were not to a degree. You were not accepted because you're badly. Behaved. People know how to work with you. No, no, like no, there's no. there's this guy. 
there's this Ghanaian artist. There's this Ghanaian artist that Bernard Boy literally stole his song. I know, I know he, who you talking about. Bernard. I know who you talking you know about. about the, you yeah, know yeah. about that, right? Bernard Boy took yeah. the guy's song. They're supposed to work on the remix. Bernard Boy took, took it, cut out their own parts, now left his own verse and dropped the song and renamed yeah. it to something totally different. Didn't even care to contact the guy. Yeah. But when Drake did kind of the same thing to Bernard Boy, that one came and was crying. The guy doesn't read Drake anymore. He was crying that Drake stole his title and that, that, that. But guy, you just you literally just did it to somebody in your own backyard. Okay. Like it's, I, I like I, I don't I, get it. Like I, I, I hear your point. Okay. Now, okay. How about whiskey? Never, never, never not. I know we're not talking about whiskey. But let me talk about whiskey. Every year, a different baby mama will come out and tell you that whiskey is not looking after Bullywatipe. So are we get, are we going to doubt George whiskey based of this or are we going? To, it doesn't matter. These guys no, but these... the Burner Boy, Boy situation is a music thing. We're not talking about Burner Boy and illeg- illegitimate kids or whatever. Like okay. that's that that's family business. That one that one no get anything to do with the music. Like and we already know Whiskey. Whiskey has like he's, he's the guy. Like Whiskey will see all all the mess happening on the tail. Even throughout that whole thing, that guy did not. He barely said anything. Like he's good for that. That like that's his kid. That like no matter what we say, we have no impact on that. We're talking about like on a music level. You are working with people like people still want to work with whiskey. They still praise whiskey like as a person, you know, outside his whole family thing and everything. It's like mostly good things that people have to say about whiskey. Bernard Boy, on the other hand, like you know, industry insiders will tell you, like they try working with the guy or how the guy will, will be canceling on them or no showing or coming, you know, showing up, like, you know, last minute. Like it's like this this guy has he has issues. And, and and that's fine. Again, nobody is perfect, but it's not the one that you you have these issues and you're disrespecting people behind the scenes, but you want to be respected by the same people you're disrespecting in the open. And then you're doing certain things towards these people, but then you're crying like, you're crying about the fact that they're reacting in the you know like in the way that they should react to the way that you're. It's like no, you don't reward disrespect with respect. Okay, you know you know you, like, know, you know you know what you know what will end this thing. You know I I I completely get where you're coming from, and it, it, the reason why I, I would have been on your side, Okuchi, right? I'll have been on your side or anybody that going against Bonaboy. I'll be on your guys' side if Bonaboy would drop this next album and it will flop, or the one after that, or the one after that too. People are sticking to when I say flop numbers wise, we will still fuck with this shit and he will still keep going and he will still keep doing the same thing. Okay, okay wait, wait, wait. So okay, let, let's 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 make it clear before before this album drops or before both the album drops. What what how are we determining what is flopping? Because views views was was a pretty bad album to me, but numbers wise, that album like did was it did really spectacular. So like, are we going by the numbers or are we being honest and just going by the quality of the music, quality and replay value of the of the music? Let, let's talk about it. Well, 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 let's not do quality. I, I mean, like when I say like flops, it's like let's say people don't people are like oh, Bonaboy job number and they're not listening to it because the quality. I don't think it, it, the quality can be that bad. Or anything. We're not talking about quality because I think the quality will be good. I mean, but but people people go tapping now just people, just off the strength of his burner boy. People go tapping, but does, but does that mean that it's a good album? But I, I don't think any his attitude ties to the quality of the music. Is my point. My thing is like, but that's why people tapping in still is the issue. I'm saying like, if you don't fuck with this nigga, don't support him. You know what I mean? And, and but but this is what he's gonna keep doing. You know, at the end of the day, like he's gonna do this and he's made it. There's nothing we can do about it anymore. That's why he's aggressively going, doing the same thing over and again. I don't, I'm not about saying Bonaboy is insecure. My nigga, the great ones find things to motivate them so they can keep pushing themselves. That's what I think he's doing at the end of the day. Like, any, hey, man, shit. Until, 
until Bonner Boy, like this shit really affects him to the point where like, oh, people are not fucking his music anymore. These artists don't want to record music with him anymore. And when that happens, he drops something like that. Then we cannot come like, oh, look at this Bonner Boy or something like that. But to, for now, man, I think uh, Omar, this nigga will keep eating, man. And it really doesn't matter what he does. And I, and I'm, I'm not saying okay, it, it's not like a little bit like it's childish or whatever. But hey, man, to each his own, I guess. I think I I I, I think see and you, you can look at David Doe. Honestly, I'll shout out David Doe out too. Class act. You let the music stand and speak for itself, but I don't think it it, 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 it it's a good route for him because I don't think that better time album. I'm not. I'm, I don't think what we, we want I to mean, hear for that let, album. Let's wait to hear, it, but you know, it might yeah. be a banger. You know, we I mean, expecting it. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't expecting um sweet time, and I fucked the sweet time or whatever. I fucked with you a lot, so. Let, 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 let's hear that one. Let's hear. Let's wait for it to drop. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, and again, to your point about promotion, I'm excited he did this because it gives us something to talk about. That's something about the great ones also. They give us things to talk about. So shout out to Bonaboy, Boy, man. I don't know why you guys are not fucking with my G. No, Bonaboy Boy definitely be creating content, man. I can't, like, bro, that, that's the, like the one person that consistently for like the past two or three months, like, that I've actually discussed on 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 the podcast because he's just like he just has that kind of personality where you just have you, you can't help but talk about the guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I hear, yeah. I definitely hear that. Um, I wanted to Sultan. It's time for you to defend. I'm trying to talk about my gripe with you. Sultan, a few a few episodes back, Sultan came on this podcast and was telling us about his favorite female rapper. I was like, ah, favorite female. Sultan, I come on this podcast and people be putting me onto stuff. So I come here and I was expecting Sultan put me on to music and shit. He said, ah, have you heard Doja Cat? I was like, Doja Cat? Like, Doja Cat is like, I've never heard of you seen on the tier and oh, shit like that. She was not like, oh, she's a very good friend. She said, he was telling me I was happy now. She was a good rapper and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just like, Sultan was like, oh, he's his favorite. She's a favorite rapper and shit like that. They're like, oh, I should check her out. I was like, shit. Let me go and check out to, but I haven't listened to the oh, music well, Sultan, yet. Sultan, Sultan, Doja Cat doesn't even like you, bro. Right. Not come to find out, Sultan. <laughs> recently. She don't like me. <laughs> she don't like herself. That's the funny thing. So Doja oh, Cat is out here is on all these live chats, all these white supremacy live chats and saying nigga and all kind of shit. Like, like two weeks ago, like just I, like I, I, like as recently as two weeks ago, they, they said that babe was was on that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like she, that's crazy. and she, she put out a video. She put out the live saying that like, oh, that she, she's been doing this her whole life. That that's something that she's always, she's always been doing. That like it's something that she does like it's like a getaway or something like that. I'm like, that's crazy, man. Have you, did you ever, did you check out that live? No, no, I didn't. I didn't see the cat's live, but I saw like there was this whole drama about her, like using the end. I'm saying using N words, she's black, but like how she was hanging hang out with, conversation I want to have. with white supremacists and stuff like that, and how like she was calling herself nigger on live and stuff like that. Yeah, them and, and she called them nigger too. And she was saying, No, it sucked my dick. She was just saying, and they were calling, they were saying like black pussy. She was just letting them call out all types of shit on the live. They said she was even stripping one of them. I saw one screenshot where it was like the girl, the baby was showing her ass or something. Yeah, I saw that one too. She, it was one when she asked, she asked the guy like, "Would you something something up my ass or something?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm actually kind of not surprised because honestly, that bitch gives off. She gives off that that. that she's weird. very weird. Yeah, like, that weird, weird quirky vibe. 
But I didn't think it was like to the point where, you know, like she's up the white man's ass. I just thought, oh, she's just one of those black girls that maybe kind of grew up in that kind of, you know, like around white people or something or went to maybe a predominantly white school and she picked up those. Um, I mean, you know, technically she's even like African. She's from she's South Africa. Why do we so cling to, why are we so quick to claim these mixed people, I beg? I mean, Bro, they, South Africans are, are, no, 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 are just the, black, the black community in general. Like, why so I mean, quick to claim them? Because why are they not white? They are also, they were seen as black in the past, and like that's how they are still seen. Like they are still identified as are black they, and they, stuff they, like but, that. Are they really seen as black? Yeah, they are. In all, like they, they, in J. Cole is mixed. Would you say he's not black? Fine, but we can. Drake. I think I'm just saying we should accept all of them. It's up to them how they want to identify at the end of the day. I but, mean, yeah, but, but, but we don't, we don't, you, black. you were gonna like, you know, there's no like black community or black caucus that says you, you're black, you know, you, you're not. It's, a, it's according to what they identify as. And nine times out of 10, you know, biracial kids identify as black because maybe it's, maybe it's cause, oh, you know, I don't know. But um, at that point it's like Doja Cat, obviously like she has expressed, you know, in her, in the safety of whatever chat room she was or whatever has expressed that she hates being black so i'm um, you know stay stay where you are is it, she just said she doesn't like her hair or you say she hates being black she just said that quote no no i saw i saw a quote and i don't know if she actually said but like that's one of those threads it was like she said um that she that she that she doesn't like being black like but at least she's light-skinned and she's thick that's so, crazy. yeah, um, I, I'm hoping this babe didn't say that for real because I didn't see it in the video. I didn't see her like actually say, it, but I really hope that shit. And and if it is because I I was hearing people tell me about like um her apology on Instagram life, and it doesn't sound like that babe was saying much of anything of meaning. Like yeah, I, I think I said so, she'll say something about like oh it, it's like a fetish or something like that, or she says it. Yeah, it's like a fetish. She just does it like. No, that babe, that babe, that babe is dead ass about you. That babe definitely doesn't like being black. Like that's because that's BS, man. Like you, like you can't like what is like it's, it's a fetish. Are you mad? Okay, my own question to you now is like, what are we gonna do now? We're we gonna cancel her. This cancel. Um, cancel I don't know about. I don't, I don't know about canceling no, but me, I, I already wasn't really like I, I, I fucked with Doja Cat when she was coming up. Like I, I found out about her like 2016, 2017, and I was listening. But of course, you know how this stuff goes. As as artists become more mainstream, their sound starts to change, and uh, like that, you know, the direction and everything else. So I kind of like, you know, I, I kind of stopped listening after a while. But so I haven't been listening, so it wouldn't really like feel like I'm canceling the bit. But if I, if she was someone that I was still listening to, I would I would just stop because it's like although I'm all about separating the art from the artist, it's just like it's some sometimes you know there's just certain things that you just say that I'm just like okay, so you're just very stupid like that, and your music is not your music is not all that, so it makes it easier to you know what I'm saying. It makes it easier to just be like all right, like I'm not even gonna gonna rap. What the the one thing that shocked me though was that. Like dudes actually got that girl in number one because they they thought she was gonna show her titties. That that that. <laughs> and she was that, like, that hell nah, I'm not showing your nigga shit. She was like, she was like, you are you. She was like, you really thought I would do that? And I mean, niggas are just niggas be mad horny, man. It's, yeah, that's crazy. It's unfortunate. I mean, shit. I mean, Doja Cat is, is bad as fuck. As as much as she's she's weird, like you can't pretend like she's she's not she's not a baddie. I mean, she wasn't looking bad to me. Doja Cat's not a baddie. 
I mean, I mean, it's a bad event. Me, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not real good. I'm not resort on this one. You should not be bad to you. I mean, it's just, I mean, not I'm bad not like that. Especially the, what yeah, I saw so, in that live chat. I, honestly, that's the first time I saw it. Maybe that's not. Salt on, salt on, real quick. Uh, go, go into your your closet and remove that KKK outfit that's yo, inside yo, there. Calm down, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 what did you say? So I should, I should remove my KKK outfit. I'm weak as hell. Now the jacket is a body, bro. Like, but like, um, the jacket. Bro, no, you're not pulling out of this one, bro. Maybe it's because I just saw on that live, man. Oh, Gucci, oh, whatever, okay, just Gucci, videos. You pulling out or not? Am I pulling out? Yes. Oh my man, I'm I'm definitely pulling out of that one. What? Yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> oh bro, the jacket. Oh my, so that that one go get she go get picking for me. Come they call my picking nigger. Nigger right. Nigger nigger drop like you you nigglets. Go they call my picking nigglets. Like ah, nah, 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 I'm I'm cool on that. But does canceling really work? Like, do you think people are going to actually cancel the jacket? I mean, it works. Canceling is, is not just it's just internet outrage, bro. There's no real canceling. Like, canceling works specifically because um, this Karen that's been trending. Oh, Karen. Karen, the woman at the I don't know if you guys have been on social media recently for our listeners. Um, there's been like a whole bunch of videos showing like racial, racially um, motivated situations. Uh, that's what they appear to be. One example was there was a woman who 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 left her dog on uh, without a leash at the park, and you're supposed to have your dog on the leash. There, there was this black guy that was like, "Yo, about to report her and stuff like that," and she then threatened to call police. I'm about to play the video for you guys. Um, her name is Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper, and if you got like the whole, it set the whole internet into an outrage. Like she lost her job. Um, the dog served that she she had, they they took it back from her. Like it was just like a whole bunch of stuff, Sha. Like and let me see if I can find this video. Yeah, this is the video. Tonight, a white woman who wrongfully called the police on a black man in New York City's Central Park has been fired from her job at an investment company. Amy Cooper angrily confronted the man who was bird watching in the park and had asked her to put her dog on a leash as required. Here's CBS's Mola Lenghi. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. The confrontation caught on video sparked a national outcry of racism and today cost Amy Cooper her job. It all started when Christian Cooper, no relation, who's filming, asked her to leash her dog in a section of Central Park, which requires it to protect the wildlife. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording. Please, please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Cooper did just that. There is an African-American man. I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. I'm sorry, I can't hear you that. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. Within 24 hours of the video, Amy Cooper apologized, returned the dog to a rescue center, and lost her job. She's, she's like, I don't know. Oh, she's. I don't even know what happened. The video just started when people you asked her to obey the the rules. All these black people, whenever like something bad happens to a black person, they always like the black person did not obey the rules. Yeah. The guy basically asked her, "Please obey the rules, or like take your dog out of here and stuff like that." And she was like, no, I'm going to call the police. You're harassing me or whatever. Don't record me, whatever. Technically, in America, you're allowed to record anyone you want in a public setting. So you didn't do anything wrong there. 
Um, and she tried, she she not made it. She not said like, I'm gonna tell the police before she even called. She was like, an African American yeah. is threatening me. Yeah. She knew what she was doing when she said that yeah. because she knew that the way the police, like she knew that like basically what she did was she she basically called a hit on the guy because yeah. you know that if the police come, any black guy they see that they'll be they'll be like yo. African-American. It's so funny listening to Sultan say this thing because it, it Sultan was a white guy. She wouldn't have called and said the white man is threatening me like she you know like but the very one very interesting thing about this situation that like kind of got out to me. It was just like normally uh, like we see things like this, but like you know, nine times out of mo- most times, black men don't really we don't really be caring about stuff. So kind of like it's kind of interesting when someone actually a white woman actually because normally what we see is it's it's it will be like a white man or a white woman like you know saying that to like a black you know man or person like oh yo like you know put a leash on your dog or something yeah. like so that was like this this like this situation was like reverse roles. And just the fact, like, we've seen, I've seen way too many videos, man, of, like, white women, like, starting to exaggerate over the Yeah, time. and honestly, because, like, when the road... Re- has confronted them about something. Yes, when the roles re- are reversed like that, they don't know how to handle it because they're used to the roles usually being, like, them telling us what to do. So when it's, like, the other way around, like, what gives you... They feel like what gives us the audacity to even call them out. That's why she feels like I'm going to call the authority on you right. for telling yes. me the right. You, you can imagine. How can you call the authority on me for telling you <laughs> the yeah, right thing to do? From entering buildings, because they'll be like, oh, "You don't live here. I've never seen you here before." Like, you can imagine. I, I just saw a video of that too, of like four black guys and uh, building. And I think it was like an Airbnb, right? Was no, it was not Airbnb. It was like a, they own a business there, and they own a business oh, in the building. Okay. And and wow. the building had like a, a gym where anybody can that, that that has something in the building can work out. And the white man was there. He was videoing them. He was like, "You guys don't belong here." They were like, "Yo, we own a business up there." He was like, "Nah." We was asking them what floor and stuff like that. I've seen so many videos like that where white people are like, "Yo," like they don't feel like you belong there because this that thing. That shit is crazy, man. Uh, uh, and don't like, isn't it just creepy how like the, the default for these white women is to just like? That's what I want to. Let's focus on these white women, because like I'm. It's like, they, it's yeah. like it's like that has been ingrained in them. Like yo, like this is like this is your go-to response. Yeah. When you come across a black man, especially this with black men, across a black man, this is what you're supposed to do. Like and that shit is just crazy, man. It's like one of the craziest things ever. Um, but one thing that me I don't like to subscribe to is living in fear, man. I saw a lot of guys like, oh, now I'm legit afraid of white women. No, 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 bro. I've been afraid like, of white women, though. Because I think they're like, the actual but, terrorists. Because, like, I'm I'm really, like, I don't... I know you're saying don't live in fear, but, like... Right. It's, it's crazy, man. Just that situation alone, man. Like, I was listening to Sultan and just narrated the story or telling me... Or talk about the story. And it's like, I could see the fear and just him talking about it. Like, he's so surprised, man. I'm not even surprised at this shit. I feel like I've already had this fear from the beginning. Like, if I was the one in that situation, I would have gone, I would have run away. When she started saying, let me call police. Because in my mind, ain't no police coming to come and ask me, oh, what happened? <laughs> like, oh, and they're trying to hear my side of the story. Thank God the man was even smart enough to take a video of the whole thing. Oh, and, 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 and like, you know, I, I, that's why we even saved me. Because if he didn't have the video, 
Who knows? Bro, who knows what's going to happen? Shout out to whoever, Apple and Co, for inventing these phones, bro. Because imagine if niggas didn't have videos to prove this shit. Yeah. Imagine if now she, she called the police, there was no video, police did whatever, they killed him and it was trending. People will say, what happened before? Yeah. He probably attacked her. Because the guy is like one buff right. dude like this. Yeah. Big buff dude. So they'll be like, this man was attacking this white woman and a dog and she called police. Yeah. And, because the way she was sounding on the phone too. Why I saw a video of, like this of one Wimbo woman. The guy was recording now. She was standing in front of his truck. She didn't want him to pass. She now called the police. She was not doing a voice like, Oh my God, he's running me over. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. seen that video. Oh, yeah. She was like, he's, no. running, he's running me over. He's running me over. She was standing in front of the truck. Yeah. The way she, she twitched her voice to be like so yeah. high pitched. Yeah. The way these white women can activate that voice. I'm telling you, white women are actually like the real people we should be afraid of. The white men are still small. Like the white women, they are crazy, man. It's crazy. Because I really, I really be scared of white women. Like, especially like when like the, the you're alone with them or I, I'm really scared. I, I, I know you said you said don't live in fear, but I don't I, I don't even go close to white women like for because they know they understand. They understand like we like that racism, they know when to turn it on. They know when to just turn like be like, oh that's why I can't even imagine being in a relationship with a with that's why I'm even scared to be in a relationship with like a, a white woman because who, who knows what can happen. Because in a relationship, you get so you get in so many situations that you next thing you know, it's it's your word against hers. And in America that we live in, nobody's taking your word. So especially if you're a black man, so it's just like bro, like the, man, the, the world we live in is crazy, man. Like racism does exist, and, and honestly, I'm glad that like, uh, the, like again, all these videos and stuff are coming out because Sultan was just telling me that a lot of people in Nigeria they don't really understand that like, oh, they feel like racism doesn't exist. Like it's just a mindset that like. Black people to, are always playing like victim, victim and mentality that we just like to play victim and shit like that. I used that. to think like that too until I, I came here and I was about to enter the bus and it was me and Chidi. You know Chidi now? Yeah, yeah, yeah That man, you know how Nigerians now, you know when a guy is going, you shake, bye-bye, alpha. Bro, I went into Colombo State. Before I knew it, I just saw two or three police officers say I should empty my pocket. Uh-uh. And I was like, ah, like I just shook my friend to go yeah. on the bus. They, I, didn't even know, I didn't even know where they came from, bro. They checked my pocket. Obviously, nothing was there. I never yeah. even done drugs in my life, yeah. like so. I don't know, like so. Ever since that day, I was like, okay, damn. Like even myself, I thought like I can, like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm one of those good blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dress well. You dress, oh, you know all that type of shit. Bro, this shit, shit. I feel you. I feel you. Gave, I hear you, bro. I it gave you. me a good, a big wake up call because I'm like, these niggas don't care if you are African. They're not checking your passport. They don't care. You are, you are black to all of them. You might just be a little bit darker than. Well, the regular African American, but you, you you are black like them. They are all grouping you into the same box and stuff like that. So it's like. Well, man, what what I don't understand is how 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 is it that Nigerians in Nigeria get to say, oh, like you guys are making this up or you're exaggerating? No, you say Nigerians are crying about SARS every fucking day. Every fucking day, about police brutality. Like, and you're saying people people in another country are like exaggerating. Like, like are you fucking are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, they, you know, it's just, I mean, it's just when you're on Twitter, you just feel like you can say anything. Just be opening your mouth to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, it's funny, but like that's the privilege uh, people in Africa have because they don't live, I mean, not Africa, I say Nigeria because they don't live around like a lot. They, white people are not the man, man, uh, majority or white people don't have the power. So they don't necessarily have they to don't deal really, with yeah, that, they don't have to deal with racism. Or, like that direct racism. Yeah. But there is still some racist aspects of Nigeria that. It, it, it's more the like now legacy I've left in Nigeria in terms true. of like how like lighter skin is 
Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a lot of our practices, our languages were erased. African languages were erased, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's still that aspect of it. But day-to-day racism of like white person calling you nigger and stuff, they don't have to deal with that. So they feel like people are just complaining. And yes, and in the, it's something that you can just like just be strong and like it doesn't have you know what i mean you can just get over it and stuff like that yeah like it's crazy speaking of that now and, and the thing is too sorry too like people don't understand how like systemic it is here too yeah they, don't, they think that because like a nigerian man came here and he made it it means it's the same for every other black person for sure in terms of like right. we come here we don't necessarily have that baggage that a lot of african-americans have it's, it's privilege because bro imagine Growing up as an African American boy, your father is in jail, your yeah. sister is in jail, your brother is everybody's in jail. You are in one of the in the hood where the school system is not the best. So the, everything is already rigged against you from the beginning. How do they expect you to succeed? And then when you now succeed, they, somebody like all oh, this Karen will now come and call police on you and they kill yeah. you. Bro, so and is that just like that? Bro, it's like you can't escape it. So you, you can't really blame people for their outlook on life, especially African Americans, because They've been here for 400 years and they've never had a level playing field. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, man, like, before you talk on somebody else's experience, try and empathize and yeah. understand why and this thing. Because no, I don't know, nobody really wants to be a victim. Being a victim means somebody has power over you. And I don't think anybody yeah. really enjoys that type of thing. So it's like... I, I do I think that a lot of people subconsciously enjoy being victims, but, you know, that one, our conversation for... The, that's probably another yeah. conversation, but yeah, so it's like... But to, your, but to your point, I think that's why it's important for, like, Africans and African-Americans to work together more often because it's like a best-of-both-worlds type of thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, wow. We're both bound by different chains. Like you come from a country where it's like every successful person is black. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. even though they are the, they are the bad wayward people, but it's like you know black people are in charge. Like yeah. you know from the top to the bottom, it's like black people. You carry that mentality here, and you're like, oh, why wouldn't I win? Like yeah. think about it. There are people that have escaped from war-torn countries and especially in Africa and have come here and they've made it. So there's something that comes with that, you know, but also, you know, in doing that, you should also take into account that, like you're, you guys were saying, that's not the experience of the black people here. You know, take that into consideration and take that winning mentality and make something out of it. But no, what we want to do is uh, every few months, enter Twitter and start seeing uh, Africans hate black Americans. And it's like, like, when I know they tire, like this narrative, this narrative is all, you know, um, but but just man, just see all this shit like that happens in the news and stuff. It weighs. I don't know about you guys, man, but this shit has weighed down on my soul way long ago. Like now, nah, I just kind of try to ignore it because I'm just like, man, this shit just like it, it it does something to me, man. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing this shit. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. It's the same thing every time. Like okay, we see the video of the cop who kills the guy. Like you know, there's outrage for like one or two weeks. Yeah. Maybe like you know down the line, maybe there's like a decision, um, probably not a favorable favorable one or not the one we want, and then we're back to like our regular scheduled programming until the next you know the next incident takes place, yeah. and every time it's always you know teacher this one about this racism or be safe out there black man or this one this one or America this is like the same like is the same it's talking point. It's like every year changing. there's always one. Changing, like some. Yeah. It's difficult to change because it's very systemic, bro. It's like a lot of the institution has to be ripped from under. And the thing is, it's very difficult to do that when something has existed for a very long time. Like a lot of institutions in our society need to change. For example, patriarchy, um, capitalism is not necessarily the best system for 
equality in terms of equality that needs to change but all these systems have existed for a very long time so for it's for change to happen it has to be is little by little very gradual it's difficult to uproot a whole system that has been there since the beginning of this country this country was founded on the backs of slaves on the backs of oppressed oppressing people so when the country was founded on that and is ingrained to the core it's, it's very difficult to to bring that because the same like we can, as much as we are seeing all these videos that people that are there that are saying these people they deserve to die and those are the people that are in power majority of all these Oimbo people when they see these videos they're like why didn't this black person kneel down or why didn't right. he do so the, the people that are in power are not even really seeing it from our way so how are we really going to change the system like that so you know it's a very, it's a very like tricky topic a very difficult topic too well, I, I, I will. I will say this though: things are gradually beginning to change because there was a time yeah. where, first of all, like you know, these guys wouldn't even get laid off or fired. Yeah. Uh, secondly, there was also a time where, like, they wouldn't even make it to court. So you know, even though it's not the the progress that we want right now, yeah. but things you know, as as people as people that grew up in the sixties and the seventies, like they'll tell you. You know, like we're, we're slowly, slowly and surely we're getting to yeah. the point. Let's where, not we'll talk about that sixty seventy one because we can. <laughs> Compared to that one, <laughs> yeah, they've seen some things, man. Because I was watching a basketball game from like the 70s and it was just white people. I was like, hell nah, this is not even possible. Like, that's number one. <laughs> no, number two is like to your point about things are getting a little better. Because something else is like with the cases that are coming out now, they're getting harder and harder for these people. I'm not even saying like, oh, the things are getting better in the sense that, oh, because they fired them, oh, they're starting to see. No. It's getting harder and harder for them to hide things now. Like, right. in the sense that, like, these videos now, you know, before they would tell you, oh, why didn't he kneel down? Or why didn't he do this? Now it's like, this nigga didn't do shit. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, he really didn't do anything. Like, the, the, the owner of the store that the man worked at, well, the video, the person that, they, that gave them the video that was seen now, told him that they, oh. he saw, oh, saw everything happen. Like, they didn't, he was confused as to why. There was this man was they, he didn't see the man resisting any arrest all that type of shit so like it's becoming harder and harder for these people to actually cover their tracks so and i think that's where it's gonna start like again thank god for social media because i, I think of the social media too like is again that's one of the reason why it's getting coming hard and hard for them to do this stuff because people are out here like protesting and shit like that like i understand where you're coming from when you say that like oh you're getting tired of all this stuff like it's just a sad it's just sad that we live in the, in in america and this is happening every day. Like we, you get, you get normalized with, and 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 you get like, it becomes a part of like you know you're almost like yo it just happened like so like what the fuck and it, it's sad that like we live in a, in a world like that. But like, thank God for social media because a lot of people when shit like this comes out, it brings out like that uh, what's it called that ginger to, to 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 go after this again. So like, hopefully as Things get things go on with more exposure and more like awareness because again, more white people are, are like now they can't deny it. Because I, I promise you, just last day I was talking to somebody that was telling me that oh, like you know when white people start to tell you that as much as racism exists, they don't understand why when they start to say anything like that, bro. you you're not I'm not you just you, have to exit that convo. Bro. Yeah, you, you too, you, you are part of the problem because. You're just telling me you're not aware at all, because that's normal for you to say at all. So like, when just that was just last year. So like, there's still white people that still don't understand this thing. That like, it's not even about maybe there's some black people. This shit is just ridiculous. Like, any goddamn person, whether you are 
lazy or hardworking, aggressive or mild, whatever it is, you could get got just because you're a skin right. color. So like the, 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 that's what we need to really some people don't still know that. And this yeah, this narrative too that like you have to be a good black for you to be worthy of like that respect. good black is so funny to me. That should be the name of this episode. Good, good black. Line. Good black. It's so funny. But too. the thing is like because I see some people that are trying to that guy that in the park that the woman called people are trying to post that he's a Harvard graduate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can imagine he was homeless and if he didn't yeah. have any education, he should still not have she yeah. still not have done that. Like, because his life does not mean our life should not mean more just because we're educated or something like that. Like, yeah. bro, it's just man, it's just a very sad thing because who knows that any small color like this, your life can be over. Over, over, bro. Thank God they recorded that shit now because if they had killed him now, it's just another hashtag. Like, yeah, he recorded, oh. and, he, and he, he recorded it, and and he, he was able. Luckily, he was able to shame the woman. And but, I'm also very happy that. We were able to get some kind of justice in the sense that the woman lost her job and like and I still want some more. She should be charged. Because I saw on Twitter one one one, one guy and although now some some women now took this one and started saying, Oh, black men always support find a way to support by um, white women. But one guy was like, Oh, uh, that like although he's very stupid, he said that what more do we want them to do? She has already lost her job. What more do we want? Oh, I saw that shit. Ah, oh, God. That shit pissed oh. me off. But like the one, <laughs> the black one, black one, now saying, "Oh, all these niggas always find a way to defend white women." Now what didn't go though? But the one I was pissed off when he said, "Like, yo, she should be charged because all these white people go scot free. It's not just about going scot free. They need to understand. Like, you really need to understand what like it is that you're doing. Because when she did what she did, she knew exactly, and it's very dangerous." Like, there's right. no difference between you and a suburb landing in my own eye. Like, there's no difference. Because that's... I, I was so terrified watching that video. Like, you can mm. imagine... Like, I can just picture myself in the park one day. And maybe I just had the confidence. It, look at me saying I had the confidence to say something to a white woman. And next thing I know, this woman is threatening that she'll call the cops on me. I, I don't think... I think I, I'm more scared of that than somebody pointing a gun at me. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because at, at least, I, I'm not saying at least a gun. At least I know that if I roll, I know the impact of a gun. I raise up my hand and I, I will stand there. At least I can just stay. oh, don't do anything. Stand there. At least I know that. But with a white woman, call the cops on you. Your, your whole life is fucked. Imagine. Because if even if she just <laughs> says that and like the cops come, like, that's something that can happen for you. That you can keep going on in your life, man. And you don't, man, that shit is just ridiculous, man. Because next thing you know, you, you're facing some cases that or or you won't get killed so it's ridiculous man i i, I can't Im- I, I i i'm happy that she is she is coming out it's, it's sad that like r.i.p to the victims or or whoever has died or from from karen's or condolences yeah or condolences to anybody that has uh, been victim of karen's right so i mean yeah man anybody have any final thoughts on on karen and her people yeah, fuck all the Karens, man. Like you be you be calling out hits on niggas, putting niggas' lives in danger because they, you've been mildly inconvenienced. Yeah, that's just it. At the end of the day, yeah, for no fucking reason, man. It's just it. it the worst is when I now see black people that are like on keep it for them. On, on yeah, all these like black Republicans and black conservatives, they are like, oh, why didn't the guy? Why is the guy recording her? Why is he disturbing her? Blah blah blah. Why is he recording? Why did he post it, bro? She was the one that was wrong there, not him. He did not do anything wrong. And again, 
whatever point she had went out the window when she called the tried to call the cops and see <laughs> uh something about there's an african and african american name or something like that. and she said african american that's what i'm saying she knew what she was doing she he didn't even say nigga like if she had said nigga you could have just said this woman was uh, she was like angry she was just right you know what i mean whatever if she said whatever she said african american like you know what i mean like she was trying to make sure like they understood like she have said black she have said anything but she said african-american she was so eloquent enough to think about it i said you know what i'm gonna make sure i describe you properly it's african-american so man fuck that woman man but yeah is there any other topic bro i swear we always be here for two hours i mean we probably did two hours already it was it's just that cynthia morgan and uh yes yes yes, that's a big one cynthia morgan story i don't really understand it like i didn't pay attention to it i just knew she was training first off i don't even know I, I don't I never knew Demogan. I do what song did she drop a big? Which big she drops one song that is very old. Let me see. And and I've bro, I've known about her since I was in Caleb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know we've talked she's, about her. We're on this very podcast. Old. Like, but I I haven't listened to any of her songs in a while though. Anyways, Okuchi, you want to give us a, give us a backstory of, of the whole Cynthia Morgan? Right, I'm going to uh, give you guys the rundown. So, um, and I'm glad, so I'm, I'm glad that you, you mentioned that because, you know, the way people have been talking about Cynthia Morgan is like, yeah. babe, now one kind legend or some shit. Like, yeah, that's what's like surprising me. Everybody's like, oh, bring Cynthia Morgan back. I'm like, we didn't want her before. Who wanted Cynthia Morgan? And that's why I'm, I'm like I'm glad I'm glad I was alive when that babe was popping because you know because if if you leave it to other people now they want to rewrite history. So um, that that being said, so the babe has like had multiple attempts like over the past maybe couple of years at trying to like trend you know and you know like have this whole comeback right. Um, but it hasn't obviously hasn't worked. So more recently, the babe started. Telling me, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so more recently, the babe um started trending again. I was like, okay, like I'm guessing this is just another one of those, because a couple of months ago it happened too. She was trending, and obviously I was like, okay, like Twitter influencers, Twitter Nigeria influencers, they just they don't just like talk about you like that without any kind of um without any kind of compensation you know what i'm saying like they don't do they don't do shit like that out of just like pure goodwill yeah. but anyway so she started trending again like recently and i was like okay like what's going on so people were like saying you know like apparently the girl has been like depressed all these years and that she's been sick and that she lost everything and that judo koye took away her instagram yeah. and her vivo and like you know kicked out of her deal or something or like um I left her struggling basically. Like the babe has been like it's like the babe has been poverty stricken. Right? <laughs> um <laughs> and so they were talking about depression and mental mental health and all that other stuff. And I was like so I was I was obviously I was treading on, on the side of caution because I'm like if this is like something where the babe is actually like has been going through some mental struggles, then you know I can't really talk about it the way I would talk about yeah. Any other issue on, on on Twitter? So I was at first I was like, okay, like, well, they need to be like thinking about this girl's mental health instead of telling her to jump back into music. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, where things now got fishy was when there was one main Nigerian influencer that was pushing this whole Cynthia Morgan thing, and the guy was like, um, oh, that the babe like is not even living a life you know worthy of somebody who's like a celebrity. I think and it was, I was the like, energy guard. Uh, is it Dotun? 
bro, I don't know who the fuck these niggas are, man. But I just saw that I was like, I was like, are you a fucking imbecile? Like what? Like what? Like what does that? Like what is that supposed to mean? Like as part. So now you started a campaign to get her to live like a luxury lifestyle, basically. Like for somebody who like it's not about her work and what she's earning, but you want to get her to a point where she's like. I don't know, probably decked out in designer and riding like, you know, dope cars or something. And so the guy posted a GoFundMe and, you know, in that same thread, it was like, the girl doesn't even have like, like a good quality phone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but, but the girl was just, she was just on Instagram live giving an interview. So <laughs> like, see that na, na, na Nokia brick phone, now she use Abi what? Like, like, what is your definition of a good phone? Now, in that thread was a GoFundMe link. I didn't click the link because I was like, this shit is like, I, I was getting scammy vibes from it. Mm-hmm. Later on, I went and clicked that link to see how much uh, they're trying to reach for this girl. And it was $150,000. Well, I was like, what the fuck? How much did they have there already, Abe? $1,000 or like, something. $150,000. Right now, they have like a 1000 Well, when last I checked it, they had like a 1006 something. And I'm like... $150,000 for Cynthia Morgan. So who died? <laughs> like, like, bro, I was, and, and, and that was where I was like, okay, obviously, like, you know, like, you guys know what the fuck you're, like, you know what you're doing. So they now, you know, everybody made it seem like, oh, Judokoye is like the devil and like, he's like, he's the reason why Peace Square broke up and the guy's a terrible human being. How could he do this? Like, oh, look at Cynthia Morgan that was fresh before. Look at the way she looks. And the funny thing about she that comment. Makeup, bro. She didn't have any makeup on. Cynthia Morgan has yeah, been dark skinned. Yeah, yeah. Cynthia Morgan is dark skinned, and of course, obviously, with makeup, like you know, like it made her look like she was fair. Yeah, and it, camera, it, so, light, all that shit. Right. Subconsciously, it says something about it, the way a lot of like Nigerian men look Think, at beauty, yes, yes, like yes. what that what that means. For, like the fact that dark skinned Cynthia Morgan is like <laughs> to you, yeah. she's like depressed. She's depressed and sick. Yeah. But like that's been Cynthia Morgan this whole time. That's crazy. Um, and she so, she also played into that too. No, no. She see. Here's the thing. She played. She played into it because she didn't like. As far as I know, she didn't come out to say, like, yo, like this isn't true or whatever. So yeah. like she let she let that shit slide. Yeah. So the next day, obviously, Judokoye, I'm sure got you know he got wind of the news and he was like, okay, like he went with uh, he went on Instagram yeah. live with Ed Not. Um, to to talk about it, and he was like, "Yo, like this shit doesn't make any sense." He was like, first of all, like how can I have the rights to your name? That's the name that your parents gave you from birth. Like, how can I, you know, how can I take away those rights for for you to use? Secondly, he was like, I invested. He was like, I invested invested forty fifty million naira into Cynthia Morgan, three years into our contract because she signed a four year contract in twenty thirteen. Um, I think the contract was like she got out of the contract or so in like August 2017 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what, she was trying to walk away like three years into the contract. Jude was trying to renew it. The babe was telling him like, "Yo, like I'm trying to switch my name. I'm trying to change my name to Madrina." Yeah. Um, and Jude was like, I, "Jude was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like I've invested all this money into the Cynthia Morgan brand, yeah. and now you want to change your name, and I'm just supposed to like." Roll with it. The babe was like, "Oh, that it means godmother in part of Spanish or whatever, whatever, whatever the babe was doing." Like it was, it's like, so you know, all these things were happening. Meanwhile, Jude had given her mom, like he had given her money for her mom to buy land in somewhere, Benin, Ben Waste, somewhere. Uh, bought her a Range Rover, put her, put her in some some estates in somewhere in like, somewhere in the Keja, um, like that. So they were taking care of her. From the interview that I watched with Cynthia Morgan. She never really, she never said that Jude, like, 
you know, seize the account. She said that she deleted it because she was depressed and she was trying to rebrand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when she walked away from her contract, that one means say, you know, you're not like the money is no longer is no longer coming in like that, right? Like it means you've lost out of money, you know, probably because of this whole rebrand thing she was trying to do. People, industry people would probably didn't even want to fuck with her because it's like if you if you're still bound to a contract and you're walking away. Like, you know, how am I supposed to sign you? Secondly, like, you know, how do I know you're not going to try and pull that shit off me either? So basically, the babe was still living her life, the lifestyle that she was having while she was still getting money. She was still trying to maintain that without the money. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's not going to work, especially in a city like Lagos. Mm -hmm. So the babe ended up relocating to somewhere else. Um, and apparently she, she got sick. I don't know what kind of sickness she had. She was like sick for six, six months. And she said she depleted her, her, her funds on like payments for treatment or whatever. And so she, she became broke um, and depressed, right? So this is like what happened. Uh, but somehow Twitter influencers now took that story and turned it like into a Judas the Devil campaign. And like Cynthia Morgan has been down in the dirt. Meanwhile, what happened is that this girl like forgot that business is business at the end of the day. Her feelings got into the way of things, and she thought that it was totally cool for her to just like let do whatever she wanted. Let me play devil's advocate. Let me play devil's advocate. Mister Medi came out too and said, like you know, I mean, Jude has been known again. He has been known that to be the one that broke up uh, Peace Square. I mean, not known, I per se, not, not fact, but like it's speculated that he's the one that broke up uh, Peace Square. I mean, he's behind it. And also, Medi, Mr. Medi came out and said that, oh, when he created that song, Chop My Money, that he was sleeping on, I asked cardboard on the floor. And when he was sleeping in their boys' quarters, even with other people, and so they, I mean, he complained about basically the same, not the same thing, okay, it's different, but about the manage, about the um, him not getting what he deserved, per se, from the deal, or, 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 or like, I don't know, he didn't, wasn't happy with the, the, the deal he signed with uh, Jude. Oh, okay, so, so, so to that point, right, Jude Okoye also commented on the Medi situation. And what he said was, I guess they took notice of, like 2012, 2013, they took notice of me and like they started working with him. According to Jude, uh, because at the time he just felt like, okay, they are vibing and stuff. He didn't feel the need like to, um, like, you know, bring out a contract for Medi. It was just like, okay, we fuck with you, you know. I guess Medi was writing songs for P-Square. They were vibing in the studio. <laughs> so he was like, he, he viewed Medi as like family, you know, they were just rocking, rocking together. Um, you know, at some point he said, you know, they were traveling, going on tour. He said, you know, they would go to designer stores and maybe would pick out shit and he would swipe, you know, Jude himself would swipe his own card yeah. and pay for the items for Medi. He said, you know, he let Medi move into his place, but Medi was in the boys' quarters with his, um, I don't know if it's Gateman or B. Cook or B. Gardner, yeah. somebody, uh, you know, they were sharing the boys' quarters or whatever. Uh, and so... Jude is like Meiji is saying that he was sleeping in the boys' quarters, and Jude was like, "So what?" Like Jude, Jude, so, so was like, "Come, bro, I didn't see that shit, bro. Like Meiji, like, like you want to, you want to be sleeping in? <laughs> you want to be sleeping? You want to be sleeping in my master's bedroom? Yeah, yeah. Like this is literally what he said. He was like, he was like, what, like what? You want to come and sleep in my bed with me? Like what? Like what do you think? That's Jude Okoye. Yeah, he's rude. Yeah, no, no, no. It's so funny, bro. You see, I'm so surprised about this. Those tweets. This is 
Twitter or someone said that. I saw Medi was training, but yeah. bro, me, I swear I don't be focusing on that shit, bro. Somebody said, uh, when so when, when Medi was saying, me take her tomorrow, he went the boom, boom, boom. He was talking about boys. But... <laughs> 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 you know, when he was saying, top my money, it, it was on the, oh man, that no, those things were funny as hell, bro. The niggas were like, we were all broke together when Medi was singing, top <laughs> my money. money. But bro, Nigerian Twitter, can, you can never put your situation on Nigerian Twitter. Never. Bro. The way they will use it to make jokes. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a time of just vulnerability, Medi just came out and told us what was going on. Bro, people are joking on me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but but I wanted to say though. So, so I mean, oh, wait, 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 I'm I'm not done here with the dude. Yeah, go ahead, and go ahead. So so at some point I think they traveled to Atlanta or something, and Jude said, you know, like it, it, the relationship had gotten so good that he was like, okay, let me like make a, make a contract for for Medi. So he had whoever come up with a contract, um, and then he gave it to Medi, and Medi was like, okay, let me go review, you know, I'll go review the contract. Uh, Jude was like, okay, you know, have your lawyer, like, you know, scrutinize it or whatever. And so Medi left and came back in two weeks. And he said, uh, Jude, I'm not signing the contract. And Jude was like, why are you not signing the contract? Hmm. And Medi told, Medi told Jude that because there are no incentives. According to Jude, at that moment, he had never heard the word, like before that moment, he had never heard the word incentive and he didn't know what the fuck that shit meant. Yeah. So he asked, he asked Medi, was like, what's an incentive? And Medi was like, oh, you didn't give me like a house. You didn't give me like any luxury cars. Yeah. like you know like cooks and all that like maids and all that shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole nine years and jude was like what kind of nonsense is that so jude took the contract and re- like tore it into pieces yeah. he said uh, i think it was i think it was he said it was paul that now came in or something other paul or peter one of them came in and that they now he took Medi to a different part of the studio and was like ah like guy, ah, what's up and Medi was telling him that he wants a luxury car like the same car that that peter was driving at the time <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like the whole ridiculousness of the situation is just like so, and and I actually believe Jude's, you yeah, know, that sounds, that sounds that makes sense. Like, this sounds like some shit. Like Medi is a grown ass man crying that he didn't have a bank account. Like yeah. who, like who was going to, like who was going to sort that out for you? Like she, you, you know, Jude, your father. Even with the even with the living situation, right? I assume that before Medi met P Square, the guy had somewhere he was staying. Yeah. Why would you now? Why would you now feel like because you're working with these guys, you're supposed to get a handout and just? Do you understand what I'm saying? They're yeah. basically supposed to support like entire lifestyle. Like yeah. you're not like a kid, and like this, like your daddy. Like you basically that, like Jude is your daddy. Like you, yeah. your living situation for you. The nigga is already buying you clothes and shit like that. He's flying you out places. You know, you're getting all these clouds from hanging around with them, and like you want what is like that nigga was mad at Jude because Jude didn't like talk him in at night and sing him lullabies or some shit, man. Because like this shit, like the shit is ridiculous. So that's like the whole summary of that, you know, situation. Just so the listeners and so you guys where did know, all the whole record yeah. label um convo people saying record label versus artist convo, like saying oh uh she didn't know what she signed or whatever. Because the guy even put out the contract on the tier. Oh, okay, okay. So that's a good point. So the the where the whole contract thing now comes in is because, like I said, you, you know, Twitter influencers and and you know because people are sheep, they took that shit and ran with it. So they made it a situ- They made it about, oh, Jude screwed her in her contract. Hmm. Meanwhile, the terms of Cynthia Morgan's contract, which is like it's rare in any industry, any music industry, was that she will get a fifty-fifty split of her earning. Like you, you'll be like fifty-fifty. Hmm. But but like with any other arrangement, right? You don't get right to the to the split part like immediately. The label, 
you know, or the sponsor will put money behind the artist. And then once the artist has paid that money back with interest, right, as stipulated in your contract or your gentleman's agreement, whatever it is that you do, that is now when you now get down to the 50-50 split. So Jude invested 40 million naira into Cynthia Morgan. Like he shot 12 or 13 music videos. You know, he was buying her clothes and shit. Like the guy was paying her rent in wherever, whatever expensive place they put her in in Lagos. Yeah. Um, obviously bought her the car, gave her, her, her more money for land. So, you know, they're putting, he's putting a lot of money behind this, this Cynthia Morgan brand. Mm-hmm. Right. So she owes him at that point, this is not a handout because I think a lot of people think that record labels are like just handing out money. Have any expectations and like helping your ministry, but that's not how the show So, didn't even get to pay him back like that 40 miller, right? As she was already like trying to walk away from the contract. Now, before the contract came out, people assumed that it was something where Jude wanted to frustrate her life. In his interview, was even saying, like, yo, like, how, how is like, what kind of sense does it make for me to invest 40 million into an artist? I want them to fail, like, how am I supposed to get my a return on my investment? Yeah. Which is like basic common sense, it's not even something that you, you needed you to say. Like, yeah. why would you put money into 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 an artist and want them to, you know, and try to sabotage their, their, their career at the same at the same time? So that's where the whole contract thing came in because you know, people made it sound like Jude had given her one very unfair contract where she wasn't making any money in reality in reality what happened was that cynthia morgan at some point started taking shows behind jude and her manager's back and according to cynthia she started doing that because she, she claimed she was broke and hungry at some point mm-hmm. but they wouldn't but they wouldn't accept shows that were less than four million naira wow um and i'm like well in my head i'm like well that's kind of how these things work if if as if as a celebrity or as an artist or whatever it is that you are you know your label has said this is how much you're worth like yeah. this is how much our artist is worth why would they now go and start accepting you know what i'm saying accepting yeah. like you know uh, um prices that are like below what they're asking for yeah um and and how does that justify you going behind your back to accept yeah. shows? so it's like you just short chain yourself for real yeah, basically. So it's like, you know, even if there was wrong, you know, there was wrong on both sides. But people made it seem like Cynthia is like this victim, uh, you know, and like she's been like totally mistreated. The, the other thing about the contract is that the contract itself was like copy and paste because Jude admitted that at the time he didn't even know anything about contracts because he never signed an artist before. Yeah. So he put Cynthia's manager to up with a contract and that he'll put a letterhead on it and that's it. So obviously Jude didn't know, like he didn't understand what was really going on. I don't even think they had a legit lawyer go through that thing because what it turns out is from reading the contract, that contract is basically like a copy and paste from like American, you know, like music industry contracts. Some of the clauses and stuff there are like, you know, you know, specific to the American yeah. industry. That arrangement was. I don't think that Jude meant to that. Obviously, he didn't come up with those terms in the contract. That was Cynthia and her, her manager. But at the same time, that was not like a solid. It was not a solid. So you know, to to summarize this whole thing, Cynthia Morgan is saying, I didn't like my brand. That's not who I was. They wanted me to be energetic all the time. That's not who I am as a person. But it's like, but that's why. That's the reason what Cynthia Morgan was famous because that's what she. You know, that's the energy she was. She was giving, giving that kind of Nicki Minaj vibe, yeah. and she stood out because nobody else in the industry was really doing that. How she's saying they didn't take her feelings into consideration, and that she felt like she was forced into that lifestyle. And I'm like, obviously, this girl didn't have any idea what the entertainment industry. Is just, like. That's just crazy. 
And also, like, it's crazy to me that, like, um, I mean, it's, it's not like she didn't try to put out music after, like, she put out music, bro. Like, I tried on YouTube and I'll be seeing her put out music, like, she just Madrina, didn't make yeah. it. Yeah, she, well, she just didn't make it. So, I don't understand. This is a classic case of you, you just didn't blow. You just didn't blow, bro. Like, people saw fucking true. Because your time, like your like your time has passed. Like like just hang it up, hang it up. It's over. Like yeah. it's, it's over. And then, and it's the fact, and the thing that she, it's just annoying that she's trying to bring down this man's name, in just because she wants to gain some some clout. Right. That's um, uh, the the babe, the babe just needs to give it up, man. It's not gonna work. But you, 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 especially especially not in Niger. Like it, you go away for how many years and you want to come back in twenty twenty? See who died. And David Doe too should be careful because he shouldn't just try to attach himself to all this any anybody now. They said David Doe and now they're expecting they're about to do a record. Yeah, David Doe was like reaching out to her and stuff like that. She even tweeted it too. He tweeted it too, yeah. He was cloud chasing in that in that yeah, situation. Definitely cloud chasing. Because he, he, he just jumped in that shit too quick. Hey, Madrina called me. Nigga, go and talk, go and call, go and talk to what's his name. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Black Bones. There are also people that still have talent there that they can help that, that, that don't have any money. He's going to fucking who the fuck is Madrina? <laughs> but that's but that's how you know it wasn't sincere. The guy has an album that he's trying to promote. Yeah, he's trying to promote that album. If, if he wanted to, he could have reached out behind the scenes to anybody and been like, yo, like what's yeah. going on? Like let's yeah. let's work. But yeah. no, you wanted to. Yo, see see Jamal can call me. Does she have your number? I don't understand. This thing is. <laughs> Baba didn't even think to ask, you know, like between you and everybody else, like, guy, what really what happened? What really happened? Yeah. Let me. Let me let me treat Cynthia Morgan as a charity case. Yeah. And that's the part that's pissing me off that they're talking about this babe, like she's one small girl that, you know, that doesn't know her left from her right, which is crazy. Yeah, good nice woman. Come on. Yeah. So we've, we've talked. We've talked this episode. Bro, it's two hours, bro. We've talked. We've talked. Two hours, ten minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Akuchi's call is mute. I was wondering why I stopped talking. Oh. Hello? Hello? Akuchi. Akuchi. It says call muted. But he's back now. Yeah. Like we're saying, we've been talking for almost two hours now. Or I want to say almost two hours. It's yeah, past two, yeah, hours. two hours. Two hours, 11 so minutes. Yeah, it feels like it's been longer because we didn't start. We, we, it took about a minute for us to start. But. You've been here since two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is seven. Even after two, yeah. After two, after yeah. Two, seven. yeah, yeah. It's crazy, right? Anyways. I'm definitely fed, fed the streets today, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that that's since your manga topic was definitely sitting on your chest and you couldn't wait. No, no, no. I oh, I wait because like this, uh, this, man, the thing was really, it was really annoying me because I was just like, you know, how can people be so gullible, you know? Like, the facts are there and everything like that. Like, even when the girl, even when Cynthia was doing the interview, the woman that was interviewing her was treating her like a charity case. She was like, oh, if you if we get you an apartment in like one month, would that be okay with you? Would you what kind of nonsense is that? Like, bro, like, I'm like, like, like oh, somebody's forcing you to do music. Foundation. Yeah, and, and something else is like, okay, it still doesn't, why she tied this Jude nigga in there? Is it just because of that Cynthia Morgan name that she wanted? That's how she tied this in. Because, like, my point is, if you want to do this music, why would you be doing the music already? Or, or, since I, people know who you are, if they know, they know. So, I don't understand why you need this music to blow. Especially if you're not tied to him anymore, so we just—I don't know, man. I can't right. understand why you're, you're because, because, like you said, she has tried like within the last couple of years. She has tried yeah. to like. She just didn't blow. So, yeah. so you need to try a different angle. Yeah. You know, try, try a different angle. angle now nice. this one has definitely got some clout because the babes like social media followers have gone up. 
Obviously, she has backed this feature with Davido. Who, who knows what has went on? And this Davido now, I don't know if he will back out because I feel like he will back out because at some point it's like you now you know the true story. Everything is out now. So all the people that every, actually live session with um Jude and and uh, Tunde Ednot right now. Uh, he was in the comments. He was in the comments on, on there ah. at the time. I'm telling. I'm man. Uh, it's it's just a bunch. It's, it's a lot of clownship, but but let's see if that feature ever uh, ever makes it out. <laughs> I'll be surprised. Let's see. Let's see. Well, it's to record it, but to release it is a, is a whole other this thing. I'm pretty sure if the song is tried, the video will probably be like Cynthia Morgan featuring the video. I know the video is not going to claim that shit. I'm weak. Yeah, but I mean, you want to put put a rap on this, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Niggas have been talking for. Can we do um? Can we do sleepers before we? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Do you have any sleeper you want to promote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a sleeper. Um, man, this like this joint is like it's so dope. But when I first heard the song, I was like, yo, like who, who produced this song? Because it was giving me. You guys have heard um, Ghetto Love by Wizkid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was giving me that kind of vibe. And then I looked at the artwork and it, right there it said produced by Killer Tunes and I was like, oh shit, okay, like that makes sense. It's called um, Oja by Sinati. How how do I send this? To, I keep forgetting. Do I send like a YouTube link or something? No, is it on no, no, Spotify? No, no. Yeah, Spotify. It's on Spotify. You want me to send a Spotify link? Yeah. No, what's the name of the song? Uh, just... You can just spell the name out. Let me type it. Okay, so it's O J A H, um, and the artist is Sinati. That's C. Okay, Sinati. Um, yeah, I can see it. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, so I'm about to play. Is Oja? Is it Oja, is it Oja or Oja? It looks like Oja. Oja. This, yeah. So I'm about to pro- I'm about to, I'm about to pronounce. I'm about to play this song for you guys. So this is. Um, you you got to let it rock for a little bit too, because it gets interesting. Like you know, as you listen to, you listen to it a little longer. Alright, no problem. I'm about to play it now. Three, two, one, go. And I go young, you wait to stop. My roof will come from down, down. Them say, come, they start to form. Oh, them say, if I big a jeep. Say, make them call a big man. Now, so you carry fine up, we get all LGBT. Oh, but you have to Depression, we make the connection, we click confirmation. Load over a little, we rent a big mansion. We start to be pompous, we say nothing, they happen. Leave me, make I chop a bed. Nobody wants a parent. I like to go to the golden. Money, 
That was Oja by Sinari. Sinari. He does sound like whiskey, though. I feel like he's trying to give you a little bit of those, like. It kind of sounds like something off of that uh, whiskey uh, project that he just dropped. The sounds. Is it something? No, 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 no. no. Um, sound, sound, man, sound, man, sound man vibes or something like that. Sound man volume one, yeah. Yeah. So me, my sleeper for this week is Kidakuzi's um, Jiggy. Ooh, that song is. is is it jiggy? It's um stay jiggy or something like that. Kida. Oh boy, jiggy. Bro, that he has a lot of songs where he says jiggy, bro. Jiggy is um, still. But like that's the, I, I think he's um he's giving us his that's true for in his Instagram. Yeah, but this one is more of a freestyle. He said it's a freestyle, so it, it does sound like it. But here is um stay jiggy by Kida Kuds. Okay. Fuck with this. Strictly for the members, no matter how the condition, got to stay jiggy and stand. In the bedroom, I put my best. When we knocking, never confess. Pussy so good, how to confess. She's a bad girl, no one can test. She love knocking, no make her rest. I love big gang, I love big press. It's a bad cat on that asket. MBG, no, I got no belts. Never coming back, stay jiggy. On the lockdown, still busy. Unstoppable like Rissi. I'm a lay born like City. Let me live my life, stay jiggy. Yeah, we punch you with no secret. No go send me nonsense, we no get to no sense. I'ma block your line, stay jiggy. I'ma bring that, bring that, bring that, bring that, bring that, bring that. Baby girl, you are too needy. I to tell last stay jiggy. Wanna fuck me all night, all she wants is long five. I got your freaky like me, see. Rule number one, stay jiggy. I'ma take your girl, no biggie. This is my new anthem, I, yo. Shit. That shit is yeah, so that was... Have you listened to that one? Stay jiggy by Kidakuz. Hello, Okuchi, you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, bro. Were you able to hear the song? Like, I try to put the the, 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 the... No, when, when you guys play music or like any of that, like audio clips, I really can't hear it. Yeah, so yeah, I, okay. something no, because. On my side. Yeah, because I tried to put the like the my, my headphones by your, the phone to see if the audio would send you could hear your stuff, but yeah. I didn't even pick it up at all. Yeah, all right. Nothing, That's so nothing. funny. You put it on the phone. So put it on the mic. So like, it, when we when we do it's the mic that he's hearing for his headphones. So you, wait, man, because I've been wondering this too. Like, is he hearing us from the mic or from the phone? He's hearing us from this, like the input, because the, it's like the laptop, right? Uh, Basically, this is the laptop. It's like, and everything is connected. Like the phone too is connected to the this. So it's like oh, just okay. it's getting inputs, but we can I don't know. It's just weird, bro. Let's not even start talking about this. But yeah, do you have any sleeper? No, 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 no. I ain't got no sleeper. Yeah, I mean, so you guys know where to find us. Um, and also, plug your socials again. And also plug your Okuchi cheated on the podcast playlist. And went Jeez. to go and, and create another playlist for another. <laughs> yeah, so that's he did, But he did that, and I'm calling you out. And yes, uh, but you, know what, you guys, you guys link 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 me with the with the from Lagos we love for uh, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm about to send it to you now. We're gonna make we we're gonna put some penny wetters up in there. You know what I'm saying? Sure, 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 sure. We need that. But yeah, plug plug your social and also plug the playlist also. 
Whatever you oh, okay. Um, okay, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Okuchi. That's O-K-W-U-C-H-I-I-I. Um, and I also have a playlist on uh, Spotify and um, Apple Music that I did in collaboration with Urban Playlist. And it's called Don't Sleep Afrobeats Series Volume 1. Um, the link is in my is in my bio on uh, on Twitter and on Instagram as well. So yeah, you, know, you already know my name is Dio Nintendo, and uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram Dio underscore Nintendo. And I mean, you can find us at From Lagos with Love FLWL podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our email is from Lagoswlove at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at at text underscore double underscore. And my Instagram is dsaltanatefeches. So, yeah. See you on English later, man. Peace.